0: And welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name is Sean Bell. I'm joined by James Farley. Hello, Sean. Hello, James. And Matthew Murray. Hello, Sean. Did you know it's it's National Video Game
1: Day, everyone?
0: Oh, yeah. I saw I, that. I didn't know that Very until I just got Twitter open. Did you yeah, Did you see the
1: Ubisoft tweet as well, Sean? Was that what it no. was? Okay. No, what did what did Ubisoft do? Well, they just said Happy Video Games Day. I thought maybe you'd seen it off there because I, okay. I had no idea. No,
0: it, well, it's, it's trending, mate. There's 29.3 thousand tweets about it. Really? Wow. <laughs> Who made Game this up? I, up? I th- Who made I mean, this up But well, why is it today? I've no idea, man. I don't, I don't know where these things come from. It's just, oh, the Met Office did a a, a tweet with a gif of some—it's like a map of the UK, and it's all pixel art, and then it's a bit like Pac-Man. Wow, it's great
2: stuff. I Just mean, absolute great stuff. I video game. I'm surprised I'm only uh, hearing, hearing about this very late in the day. I should have booked a day off work. I should have I planned. I I feel like they've missed the target audience. Yeah, this. I can't like, believe I'm doing a video game podcast on National Video Games Day. So I guess, yeah, I, sh- I, should I should be, be out of the stuff as well, Let's, let's face it? it. <laughs>
1: Disappointing.
0: Um a polite reminder, we've got a live show coming up uh on the nineteenth of October at three PM at EGX twenty nineteen, which is back in London, so you can all stop moaning, even though I still insist that the fact that it's a XL makes it less accessible than being at the NEC. But whatever, that's me. Um it's as with all our previous EGX shows, you don't need a special ticket or anything as long as you're there on the day. Um and you've got a ticket for EGX itself, uh, you can come along and see us, and it should be a good laugh. I assume, yeah, Dave is joining us, isn't he? Uh,
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's as far as we know? I, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> he will be, yeah, I'm fairly sure. <laughs>
2: just to say, basically, early entry tickets for Saturday have already gone. So, but like, oh, yeah, okay. look, that's why I wanted to add this into housekeeping now. I know we're like a fair few months away, because now it's like middle, well, it's 19th of October. Uh, but yeah, so early entry tickets for Saturday have already gone. So grab yourself a day ticket or get the week pass or whatever you go to do, but. I just, just best to mention it now before they go. Uh, yeah, I, wonder, little, I mean we haven't discussed details yet, but there will be some sort of gathering
0: afterwards. We imagine there
2: will be a meeting, some description. Um, there will be uh, a signing tent. There'll be drinks. There'll be James will pose for photos, the standard. Oh uh, yes, post podcast. Unless he's on holiday. So, we're, so that's true. Yeah, I don't I don't know. He's, got he's got time to book a holiday. Yeah, James. To make sure. Yeah, we're <laughs> not going away again. Because. Yeah you better not be if, if you miss this one James don't bother coming back no I, I have put yeah. it in my calendar this time
1: so it should be fine have you, so you said don't okay. do not
2: book holiday on this date
1: yeah,
2: yeah.
0: good uh, this show is also supported by Patreon uh, if you want to head over to patreon.com forward slash tcgs there are ways you can pay us for extra shit and it is quite entertaining if you ask me because obviously we wouldn't charge money for it if we didn't think it was any good um, Well, we have a few Patreon producers uh, this week uh Patreon producers are Alan M. Nash, Barney Sparkells, and Steve Garrett. Um so thanks very
2: much for that. Um should we get on to feedback? Let's um Obviously, last week's feedback, we started with uh, Stuart Baker, who emailed in saying the uh, Cadence of Hyrule session the week before went on a bit. He wasn't the only one, actually, to say that. But, um, it, I mean, w- we got loads of emails saying, uh, don't worry about it, or that's the best bit, or if you're not going to talk about games on the gaming podcast, where the hell are you going to talk about it? <laughs> um, which which are all good points. I'm not going to read them all out, um, because, yep. uh, because, you know, uh, yeah, it's fine but but I will, I will say thanks for the support and this will mean uh, I will be doing double the length of my what you're playing <laughs> uh, moving forward, so thank you I for- mean <laughs> you say that, I've looked at the plan you have
0: actually got quite a few, so this could be yeah, yeah, I've got, looking ridiculous be just- got 60 <laughs> games
2: Strap in, Stuart it's going to be <laughs> A biggie. Um, Andrew Dumacon emailed in. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, Andrew. Uh, just to say one excellent stream last Tuesday's Mario Maker 2 Play by the Bell was. Not least Cheers. because I got to watch Sean play one of my levels. I have friends uh, that will play my levels and give me feedback, etc. But being able to see someone else play and hopefully enjoy this uh it gives, uh, gives you some great feedback on whether your creation is actually fun to play. Hearing Sean say, I'm going to give us one more go about five times before continuing after the next death was the exact one more go I feel like I like to implement in my levels. Also great to see his reaction to the various troll placements and his relief when he actually cleared the level. I'm glad he didn't quit and he played to the end uh, TCGS plays Mario Maker 2 should definitely be a more regular feature, keep up the good work. PS Sean could have at least given my level a like. He didn't so I'm counselling my patron. That's fair enough, mate. That's um, a tiny, fair I mean, enough. <laughs> but basically, yeah, it was a uh, it was an excellent stream and I think you should basically do it every Tuesday now, Sean. I am, I, I think, I mean obviously you'll know by the time this goes out I think I am just going to do another week of Mario Maker 2 stuff It's just so it was, It's so watchable Like, you know, but yeah. well one, you're just experiencing levels You know, uh, hopefully for the first time But even if you're not, you're just playing these new varied levels Some mm-hmm. are very really short, some are much longer, some are hard Some are some are, uh, m- just uh, with fun mechanics And it was, yeah, it's also mm-hmm. awesome when you're like saying Okay, this is from this person and they're watching in the stream And it's just like a, yeah. it's just a good <laughs> vibe, Sean <laughs>
0: Yeah it, was, yeah, it was so much fun to do as well. Like, I, I, you know, if it if it was something that had gone down well, but I was like, yeah, but do I really want to play it every week? I probably wouldn't, but I sort of do want to keep playing it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that might just be what played by the Bell is for the next few weeks now. Um, that that so, all FIFA. You know, it's um, yeah, that all FIFA. Uh, yeah. It
1: still hasn't happened, has it, Sean? I, I've bought the games.
0: It's just you a case of figuring early. out how it fits into the... <laughs> fits into the schedule if I could just you know give over another night a week I could but no I would I even, think you should but, be um... playing them
1: Sean I'm playing Quantum Break it's really yeah, boring was that.
2: that was your choice James I know it
1: was a poor choice in retrospect but <laughs> sort of coming a mile well then off. why should I suffer for
0: your poor decision making yeah, don't
1: take it out on Sean just because you fucked <laughs> <it> up again You <laughs> promised that you would play FIFA and what are we in now we're in we're in July and it still hasn't happened <laughs> Miles so that's away half FIFA a FIFA year 20. Half a year. We'll
2: figure it out. We'll figure it out. It'll is, be fine. Um, I'm sure. Is the journey over, or are they doing another one? Yes, deal? it's over. This, it's all done. It was a, it was yeah. a trilogy,
1: wasn't it?
0: Oh it man, was, yeah. so
2: they went off. Oh, I was going to say wait, for FIFA 20, but no, they've they've
1: added street football for FIFA 20. They've they've binned off the whole narrative thing, which is a bit of a shame. I, I don't really.
0: It... So I, I, okay. I thought they were going to start a new a new no. arc with it, but no, okay. No, not bothered. That's a shame. Um, well, yeah, it one day, yeah. one day. I, I'm full. I'm not trying to get out of it. I
2: just there's just other things I'd rather do. I'd rather play fun uh, games. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, let's yeah, be it's honest. Weird, like, weird quirk I've got. If Sean has to play um, sixty hours of FIFA, I mean, come on. Who's going to be enjoying just, that? That's a lot of hours. No that is a lot of hours. I'd rather play sixty hours of FIFA
1: than all of David Cage's games.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why are you getting on David Cage's back? <laughs>
1: Well, we'll come to that later. But also,
2: <laughs> James, you have played
1: all David Cage's games. Not yet, I haven't. I've still got one to go. Which I'm still now. I've got an Elgato. I'm seriously considering it. Like it's. Well, it I was going to gonna say this is
0: worth mentioning. Like, so are you going to try and do some Mario Maker Two streams? Or I don't
1: know because it, I feel what? bad about that now because I kind of feel like that's your thing, and it's like, I don't want to come and like you know. I'm happy to take I'm it. happy to share no, the no, burden.
2: I, I think you should both do it. Absolutely. It, yeah. Like, yeah, like it'd just be interesting to see different different styles, and also, yeah. Yeah, I think it be interesting. Well, maybe, maybe, I'll maybe, maybe
0: this is our new thing. Maybe we just are a Mario Maker Two stream team. Mm-hmm. That's just our, that's just what we do now. <laughs> so someone
2: on Twitter, um, uh, it was a guy who created a TCGS level, which is amazing. Oh and, yeah, and uh, the link is incredible. The uh, code for that is in the YouTube version of Sean's Mario Maker Two stream. So go to our YouTube channel and find it. There's a, some uh, this guy. Apologies, I can't remember his name, but he created this uh, amazing TCGS level. He like tweeted me saying, "It's still on your plate." I'm like, "I haven't got Mario Maker know <laughs> <laughs> It's still so on the.
1: How I is that it on my
2: plate? I didn't even go collect the food. It's not on the plate. It's nowhere near I played the plate. It today
1: and it is excellent. <laughs> it's very good. and I did enjoy it very much. I I liked it because it was uh, it was good. Although yeah, my, it was my often, room was high praise hard. from Farley. Like but um, no, yeah, it was awesome. I
0: mean, we talked about this briefly on the bonus show, but yeah, the uh, the guy who made it was like finishing it while I was streaming. So it was. I was just really glad that. Like people in the chat, like, no, you got to try this one. This guy's made it. It's TCGS themed, and um, and I was like, I was all ready for just going to bed, and I was like, oh, all right, I'll give it a go, and it ended up being like one of the best bits of the stream. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a perfect yeah, way yeah, to end. Probably it. Probably good. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, yeah, probably gonna just carry on doing that
2: for the next few weeks at least. But yeah, you should definitely do it, James, especially now you got an Elgato. So once uh, Quantum Break is over, i mean, I can't, well, I can't believe we're thinking- still playing it.
1: Well, no, it's, yeah, it, I'll, I'll talk about, well, I would say I talk about that later, but I don't want to, because it was a miserable experience last week, so I probably won't. <laughs> I was thinking, of, I mean, you... now, I was thinking of doing Fire Emblem when that comes out, but now oh, I'm yeah? thinking not, because I've just found out that it apparently takes 200 hours to fully complete, so. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. 80
2: hours per house. Yeah, <laughs> which
1: is insane. I mean, I'm I'm not doing that. That's, yeah, <laughs> not yeah. on the stream anyway, that would be ridiculous, it would take years. No, that's fair. Hey, James, are you looking forward to learning how to use Streamlabs? Yes, I think that'll be that'll be fun. I, I started fiddling around with it on the weekend, but I didn't have okay. time, and I thought I'd rather play games instead, so it didn't happen. But this week I figured it out.
2: <laughs> Playing sure, time for Although sure oh, I will say, Streamlabs isn't on Mac. I don't think so. Oh, I was not? You might have to go old school and go OBS, but it's all good. Proper OBS. Uh, we've both gone through it, James, so we'll help you out. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Luke Summer has emailed in. Uh, howdy, fellas! In the most recent episode, you talked about Nintendo's statement about not censoring third-party software. Sean joked, you don't see porno DVDs at the front of HMV. That might be true, but in Japan you literally have a shelf of straight-up pornographic magazines and sometimes DVDs right at the front of every convenience store. I'm not talking slightly CD zoo-esque lads mags. These are full-on porn magazines and they're right there in plain view. It is unusual to see a salaryman on his way home from work stood right at the front of the store leafing through some nudes. Compared to that, some anime titles in the eShop or nothing. Keep up the top it's, it's content. It's anime
1: titties, not, not titles, Matt oh okay <laughs>
2: <laughs> although actually I think I think my, my version is probably better yeah so I guess it's just different it's why yeah, also why are there still,
1: still magazines and DVDs like they disappeared from the UK ages ago like from shops that's the point so why did they, they, did, the did they?
2: I, I bet if, I mean I, I'm fairly sure they're probably still in like off licenses aren't they really I don't know I don't know I haven't bought my <laughs> angels. Go, go and have a look. Well, when I them, was Matt. looking for them last week, yeah. I certainly. Yeah. These um, just get sent to work because I don't see them in stores. Just, uh, just go and have a look and leaf <laughs> through them on your way home. You know, and see what like they Salary man, such <laughs> as I, I, I yeah. would do that. Um, uh, Standing on your skateboard leafing through a pool mag it'd be brilliant <laughs> holding <them> a latte so <laughs> I barely got room for all these DVDs and magazines put yeah. them in the bag um, Ryan Haman uh, uh, weighing is an American re-American internet it's not just underdeveloped parts of America that are putting down the average even the tech centres he's in Seattle uh, monopolies mean the providers don't have to try very hard and they definitely don't so I guess yeah, if you've got like Comcast or whatever and no one else is in the area Comcast yeah, doesn't even have to try and then that's what I've seen it. it's, it's like it's like you rock up somewhere and it's like, well, there's only one provider
1: in this area, so there is no competition, so it's just rubbish. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. I thought America was all about competition. Turns out it's like not thought... if you're a big corporation. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's, uh, you yeah. know, I don't
2: know. Yeah, I, oh, mean, amazing. Uh, I mean, I guess like here, yeah, unless you're in like ex- exceptionally rural areas, you've usually got a choice of either Virgin or Sky, or maybe not Virgin, but definitely Sky and or BT or... Plus yeah, net. and
0: often, yeah, especially if you're on Fibre, you're basically, yeah, if you're not on, if you, are yeah, if you've got Fibre, but it's not Virgin, then yeah, you're on BT's Fibre network. But then there's all sorts of arguments going on about them, you know, like people sort of claiming like, you know, anti-competitive laws should be put into effect and stuff, right? I, I forget the, the yeah, but details. Yeah, there's not really any but...
1: way they can deal with that. Because well, they yeah. own, I mean, they own the network because they laid it, didn't they? And it's well, yeah, like they built the fucking thing, so yeah. <laughs> but it's it's uh, it's kind of difficult. I mean, I remember reading mm. like a while ago there was a plan to cable like the whole country basically with like fiber that BT yeah. had, and then the Tory government under Thatcher stopped it from happening because she said oh, no, brilliant. she said you can't do that because um, we need to open it up to competition, and so that's how we ended up uh. with like some cable services that came in from America, but yeah, it couldn't yeah. be couldn't be done for the whole thing, which was a shame. I had um I, we were one of the first people
0: in our town to get broadband and it was supplied by cable and wireless. Yeah, I was oh, yeah. Yeah, I that.
1: We had, yeah. We had we at first we had Bell Cable Media and then that became okay. NTL and then that no that yeah, because I mean, yeah, yeah, cable and wireless became NTL. It was yeah, well. it was cable and wireless, then it became NTL and then later it yeah. became uh, Virgin.
2: Yeah. A little bit of oh. history there.
0: That's a great yeah. one down that you know, memory lane. Yeah, sorry, I don't, know, I don't know why I thought that getting onto old ISPs would be a good. No, I <laughs> for content. I remember
1: sure. the internet. You know, they, they were.
2: Great. Yeah.
0: Uh, I like, had a, a friend of mine who stayed on AOL dial-up like years into broadband being a thing, and it's not, you know, not that he didn't care. Like he was on the internet constantly, um, but he just didn't want to go through the hassle of like cancelling it and starting going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah, that oh, I know just there's supposed to be lots of people
1: that are still subscribed to AOL and just don't use it, but they just haven't cancelled their subscription. Probably, yeah. Like, statistically, there must be, yeah, because I, I, they I,
0: still run like some people still run dial-up services, don't they? Because there yeah. are just some people who need it madly.
2: Drunkenness people um, are still trying to buy like the CDs off eBay. Like, oh, quick, there's another six hundred <laughs> hours here on the CD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, time. that
1: was a good gag, Matt. I like that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, mate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Chod at Chod UK uh, is is an email. It's a, it's a tweet. Sorry, referring to uh, my sunbed addiction uh, last week mm. that I mentioned. I love Matt's stories from his younger days. Each one helps me piece together a little bit of the rich story about how he's come, the monstrosity we see now. Uh, I posted that picture <laughs> sh- uh, of me. Well, I suppose the two pictures. One, I was terribly sunburned after the Formula One, and the second picture was me uh, terribly addicted to sunbeds. Um, in that, uh, so so just go to our Twitter uh, at Computer Game Pod and, and and just scroll like, back a few days, and and you'll see them. Um, I hope you're happy. Uh, but uh, on the one of me with when I was I was incredibly brown like a Spanish pool boy. I look. Quite short in the picture. Um, I think mostly. Well, the other two guys I was with are really tall. They're like you know six two or six three, and I'm like yeah. five or eight. I mean, but like one of them was like bending down he's still taller than me. Tonix um, T <laughs> Snake. Why is Matt three feet tall? Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not three feet tall, but maybe the camera's at a weird angle. There was also that edited version of that
1: picture that that got posted, which was the best thing ever you know, with you with the moustache.
2: Oh, yeah, actually. Oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. I, I was meaning to find pictures of me because uh, I would grow a moustache every now and then just because I thought it would be funny. And uh, I do have some pictures of me at university with a moustache, but I don't think... I, it wasn't when I had the uh, the tan. So, yeah, just uh, sadly, there's quality, no crossover. <laughs> <You're... It's> just... <laughs> I <like that>. said brilliant. <laughs> yeah, Sadly, there's no crossover. Uh, Louis Belfort... Um, uh, I'm, sure he's put, I'm sure he's corrected us in the past. And is it Lewis Belfort? Either way. Uh, uh, no, are you thinking of uh, Mr. Petit? I Petit? am. I'm Yeah, Mr. Petit, yeah. yeah. Not, um, Petit. <laughs> not, not Petit. Not uh, Petit. Based on the photo of mini some Sunbed Man, I'm now curious on the heights of all the team. I have a feeling Dave is taller than he looks. No idea on Sean and James. Please provide details. <laughs> uh,
0: I think Dave and I are both 5'11". I... Definitely used to think I was six foot, but I think that's wishful thinking. Or maybe it just depends on what shoes I'm wearing. Yeah. Um, but if you're wearing you wear know, platforms, hand on her- it's a six foot. Yeah. One. <laughs> Get the heels on. Uh, yeah, a hand on heart. I think I am
1: 5'11". How about you, James? Uh, okay. I know what I am in centimetres, but I'm not sure what it is in feet and inches, so I'm just having a look. Oh, do you want me to ask Google? Yeah. So I'm 175 okay. centimetres.
0: Okay, Google. What's 175 centimetres in feet?
2: 175 centimetres equal 5 feet 8.898 inches there you go 5 feet 8 then so the same as okay. Matt okay. about the right. same as Matt yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm probably 5'8 and a half actually but we should we should measure each other I mean not like that we should, <laughs> well, we should. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean Oof. i you've mean, all got a picture of us together I'm going to have to like compare either way <laughs> I'm not <laughs> that tiny it just is a weird angle on the picture uh, probably um, yeah. anyway I'm glad that picture's out there Um am you are <laughs> uh, just like when you know like, when like, politicians admit they took drugs at university because they're scared of someone leaking it that, but that mm. picture's out there now although to be fair <laughs> I've always been quite proud of it it's not like I'm ever like oh no I hope they don't find the one that looks like a Spanish poor boy I've literally got it printed out in yeah. my house and uh, <laughs> on, on Facebook so I'm not exactly bothered I saw sort of gal on it anyway. Josh Crow, evening <coughs> fellas. As a person who shares the general opinion of David Cage's games being utterly terrible, I wasn't too fussed about playing Detroit. But seeing as how it is on uh, PS, Plus this, PS Plus this month, I figured I'd try it out. So at the time of writing this on Sunday evening, it's taken me two days to finish it because I must confess I couldn't put the game down. While I agree it definitely has its fair share of dodgy moments, including a couple of plot holes and on one or two occasions. Just where a I felt couple. I was Gen- just a couple. Just as I was genuinely missing the information it assumed I knew, I found the story and, for the most part, the characters to be quite well nuanced. I'm not saying this as a way to, be- to put it on a pedestal with the greatest games ever, because it isn't. I'm more approaching it as part of Cage's works overall, and this is easily his best work. <laughs> James, cool. you have to hold... Yeah, I feel the controls have finally been nailed down to a highly satisfying level. The voice acting is of a very high standard and while there are moments that were overtly meant to sway my opinion in a specific way I felt I was interfacing with characters I actually cared about. The Cara and Alice storyline in particular was my favourite. Amen Mm. to that. And I grew James. And I grew to cherish (laughs) their relationship because it it was presented in a way that actually seemed endearing, something which Cage has always pretty much failed to succeed in doing with his previous games. It doesn't reinvent the world by any means, but it has returned uh, my thoughts to the AI consciousness debate, something which I find to be of an endless fascination. Like I said, it's not a. Uh, Go, it's not a uh, greatest of all time material, but I do feel confident in saying that if I hadn't played it last year, it would have, if, if I had played it last year, it would have been in my top three for sure, which for a game I wasn't really asked about says a lot in my book. Basically, what I'm trying to say here is I'm entirely in Matt's camp on this one, and I feel James was, was somewhat harsh on the Gotti show last year, but hey, we're all different. And yes, Matt, the bit with the carousel was a well placed bit of levity that I enjoyed during, which would be an extensively melancholic storyline. So I'm with you on that one too. Keep up the stellar work, but did it remind you of Last of Us? That's uh, <laughs> that's that's well, the I'm, biggie. I'm glad
1: that he enjoyed a deeply average game um, with very poor storytelling.
2: So that's fine. It's interesting to say that, James, because I'm sure at the time you said actually it's quite good. I didn't. I said it was deeply average. Okay, uh, I guess a of things. Takes.
0: That's okay um I mean, it's on PlayStation Plus now, isn't it? So I feel like oh, yeah. I should have a go. But also, oh yeah, you should. Sure have... You absolutely should. Yeah, streaming. Uh, really?
1: There's some cracking no, I'm not, bits I'm not streaming
0: there? it. Yeah. But can you imagine tomorrow? Like, so when I go to do my stream, I don't tell anyone what I'm streaming, and then just go straight in with fucking Detroit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I
2: account I account closed by Twitch. <laughs> um, well I mean I, I, I'm sure we're we'll going to cover it actually in the news but I implore everyone to uh, download uh, Detroit and give it a go and let James know what you think of it
1: I would suggest mm. you don't waste your bandwidth
2: that it's, uh... is yeah but it's, it's uncapped mostly it's fine well, Just... downloading it or telling you what they think about it yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely download it definitely play it definitely tell James what you think about it um, that's cool. if follow up and feedback it's at Computer Game Pod on twitter or you can email podcast at thecomputergameshow.com Mint,
0: uh, James. Have you played the Soul Reaver games?
1: No, I haven't actually.
0: Okay, so basically the first, well, not the first one. So the you know there's the, there's the Legacy of Cain, Blood Omen, which is the old PS1 one. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, and then it moves over to Soul Reaver. So Soul Reaver's set like years later, um, like it's, like like thousands of years later. And long story short, there's this one vampire, uh, Raziel, who he grows wings, um, which means he's like evolved past. Kane, who's like the, the big the big boss of all the all the vampires and in fact the entire world at that point. Um so as punishment um he gets thrown into this massive it's like a lake but it's like a giant whirlpool and basically the idea is that so in in like Legacy of Kane games, vampires are all like completely immortal, but also like water burns them. Mm-hmm. So basically being chucked in this lake, um it just means like Raziel's just basically condemned to just like burn forever um in this lake and like and you see you know in the intro cutscene, you see him getting chucked in and it's just him just like screaming and thrashing around you know in the water and like his jaw falls off and then and then you know sort of at the end it's like it's sort of implied that he just basically just like rots at the bottom of this this massive lake for like thousands of years and eventually gets brought back to life by the elder god as like a, a um like a spirit. Um so basically that's the experience I want uh, from you given us
1: the news this week. Okay, so what you want me to do is you want me to suck you down um oh. into sort of like a <laughs> into a pit of news where it's like all like hitting you from all sides until you sort of scream forever, is that right? Uh yeah. Okay. Yep. Well anyway, uh, France has made a post-Brexit grab for the UK game developers. Nice. That's okay. So what this is is uh, the French government has launched a major drive to poach British developers and they're offering subsidies, tax breaks and loans to like creatives and they're calling the campaign Join the Game. And mm-hmm. so they're hoping that what's going to happen is they're going to capitalize on the idea that the like cuz you know like a lot of businesses they have like UK as like a base of operations because it's like in Europe and yeah that no longer makes sense be. like if you do yeah. that because we yeah. are not it <laughs> we won't be or whatever and so they're offering like tax credits of like 30% of production expenses and which is like up to a total of 6 million euros a year and mm. also you can borrow like 2 million euros <laughs> from the government which you pay back depending on if your company grows or not so that sounds pretty good And, I mean, it turns out, because this is because... I mean, there was a survey released after Article 50 was invoked, which said that two-fifths of the companies in the UK that were, like, game companies were thinking of moving anyway, mostly Mm -hmm. because 57% of them, like, employ workers from the EU. And so it wasn't good. So, I mean, it's just... I mean, this is just Brexit, the gift that keeps on giving, like, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's tremendous. Yeah, so they're
0: (laughs) going to
2: be off. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't blame them, really. I mean, there's probably... Good opportunity for someone if they feel like, you know, the UK is going to be in 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 the shit for a long time. Like if I was if I was a game developer, you know, maybe I'll do fancy a couple of years abroad and there's some bonuses there, and I'll see how it works out for me.
1: Yeah, and you could I
2: mean, once you're there as
1: well, and you could travel to other countries in Europe as well with no no problems, or you know, you'd be able to set up your business in all over the place. It'd be 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 great.
0: Yeah, it's great. Absolutely, and like a lot of people I know in game dev tend to travel about anyway. so yeah, there really won't be any any strange to this. I mean, I'm sure, you know, Brexiteers would be like, oh yeah, but yeah, yeah, you have to go and live in France. So uh, yeah, it's so, like yeah, well, uh, France is quite nice actually. So yeah, not not a not a terrible idea at all. Um, I, I'm I'm quite yeah. upset
2: that they could have used like a great sort of Wii U pun, couldn't they, or something? Like yeah, <laughs> I mean I, I mean I, if that was me, I would have said, that. how go can on. we get Wii? <laughs> you know, I'm intrigued Wii to hear U. this is going to work. Go on. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because it means like yes, you. So I'm like, how can we? Almost like we want you, and it's like me is like yes, we. I, I'm sure there's something there. We'll, we'll workshop it we later. we and you. You know, like together make games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but also they can maybe like play on. I mean, we use a bad console to riff on, but mm. I think I think I mean like from to listening, get in touch. I think we've got some great ideas. Mm. Macron, get in touch. Mm. Anyway. um <coughs> Yeah, this seems all right, doesn't it? It seems, seems good if you're in the industry and if you're, in, if you're, in, in stream, if you're like, having a change. I mean, it's quite no, good. So I don't blame Basically,
1: it means if you're a game dev, then you've got an exit strategy there, which yeah, I think which a lot more of people are we can, can, be said. More can be sad. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Okay, next story okay. is about Obsidian. And so, mm-hmm. Obsid- is it, so we've got here, Obsidian being careful not to lecture players in outer worlds. So what yeah. this was is... The co-director of Obsidian's Outer Worlds, this is uh, Leonard Wojarski, said that the game won't be what he calls politically charged. So... Right. What he says here is the game explores what he says is the dark side of capitalism. But then, do you want want to hear the quote of what he says here? please. His quote says... I don't want people to think this is a really hard, politically-charged game. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be humorous, he said. And he said, having grown up in America and been through the onslaughts of consumer culture, we're very familiar with that and like to poke fun at it, he said. And then he went on to say, I like money. I'm not going against capitalism. And in a lot of ways, I'm happy with our society. But of course, there are a lot of, th- a lot of ways in which it could be improved we started development in april 2016 and a couple of things happened in world politics between then and now that nobody expected we weren't expecting that and then he said it can be insidious the way which people control the stories you tell about the world if you let other people control that narrative then they can control you to a certain degree that can be any form of government it wasn't if it wasn't capitalism it would be something else so that that's like what he he feels that the game is focusing on this idea of like um of control and the way you control stories and how this can you know in affect people's sort of narrative and stuff
2: yeah but it's yeah. definitely not I mean, political
1: no no it's not political no absolutely
0: not at all. it's all a bit of fun I go, i'm getting really sick of this it seems to be like i know people have, have suggested that maybe this is a thing that developers have to claim to make sure that they can actually release their game in certain territories and stuff mm. um but if that was the case why wouldn't we just be like no it's not political no further comment by and then just let the game speak for
2: itself Mm-hmm
0: I guess they feel like, like they've, got
2: into... to, they've got to like add... I guess they feel like they can't just say it's not political and move on. I guess they feel like they've got so. to. But it's just like everything is political and it's just, yeah, I'm really yeah. sick of stuff. It's like, are they doing it... Well, I mean, maybe they're doing it for the reason you said, actually, Sean, but also mm. are they doing it because they're, they're too scared of offending anyone? I think it's obviously that, isn't it? I mean, that's what the
1: Ubisoft approach is, isn't it? It's like we don't want to yeah. upset anybody who may potentially buy this game. But then yeah. if you're going to create a game which is looking at like something like this. You've got to expect that people are going to see subtext in what you're writing or even like exactly what you've written, you know, and and also that it's going to affect the way that people think about things as well. I mean, that's part of the reason why you deal with a topic like that. And I mean, it's great to poke fun at the problems of capitalism, but as he said himself, the times have changed now and there's a huge level of polarization that exists, and it's. I just feel it's very naive to believe that you can be entirely neutral about this at, the, at this time. At this time, like, and have yeah, no impact. Absolutely. And this is why. I mean, you know, like Rockstar have, have said about making a GTA game right now would be difficult because a lot of the stuff they did was like you know parodying and everything. And yeah, how definitely. Yeah. In this environment that we're in now, I don't. I'm not sure it works. Um, in exactly because yeah, everything's way. so beyond parody already.
0: Yeah. It's just that's why like Armando Iannucci isn't doing like, you know, modern political satire yeah. anymore because he's like, what is the fucking point? And, you know, um, yeah, there's, there's another quote in this that bothered me. It says there are people in this game who have, who have, who have philosophies that I don't agree with and I take pains to make those people very likable, very sensible and very believable. Mm-hmm. Then there are people in the game who say things I agree with who are perhaps not very nice to hang out with. I just like what is that? Like you're saying, oh yeah, well it's supposed to be neutral. You don't make a, a story neutral by going, oh, I'd better make sure the Nazis are all really nice to hang around with, mm. and, and the people the people I normally like with the total assholes and the kind oh sort of bad actually. That's just writing the opposite but, of no, what you it, actually it, it, think. Uh, it's I've still that like you that so politicizing everything as well. Like you're totally yeah. politicizing it if you do that. It uh. yeah. Like, and like, and you know, I'm I'm all for like well written, believable, or occasionally likable villains. Like, I've no issue with that. But it's, I mean, maybe you know, maybe it, that quote is sort of taken a bit out of context or whatever.
2: But certainly in isolation, that, that reads really terribly. I thought. I mean, but um, like when I read that, I thought I looked at it. I thought of it differently. I thought that mm. is him saying, "Well, you can have your beliefs, but be a different type of person, or you can have other beliefs. You might." Not agreeable, but actually, the person behind him is likable. I, so, I, I mm. saw it more as like the separation between a person's political uh, beliefs uh, versus the actual yeah, person and themselves. How likable
0: they actually are. Yeah. I, okay. I, yeah, I maybe it's mean. just
2: not like, make it so it's not like black and white. It is grey. It doesn't matter whether it. it's that you've got to separate the beliefs and the person because they can be opposites. Yeah. I don't know. Um, mm. I don't know what he's really saying. I mean, the, 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 so, that's the way I took it, at least. See, I just feel, like, at the moment, like, the
1: excesses of capitalism... Like, obviously, it can be funny to do that, and there's been loads of games which have done that in the past, but I just feel, like, at the moment, like... The real world consequences of what is going on at the moment is becoming more and more apparent. Like if you look at like environmentally, socially, politically, the whole thing, I think mm. we're kind of beyond just poking fun. And if you're going to do that, you've got to yeah. be really careful about what you're doing with that. And you've also got to have a really clear idea of what you're trying to say um, if you're doing that, rather than just like it's it's rather than just sort of like you know both sides ism. If you see yeah, like, you like I'd, I'd
0: rather someone said something I didn't agree with than just trying to be
1: like oh, but what actually? What if mm-hmm. everyone's Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't I mean, interest me. If you're going to write something which is like, you know, actually we think capitalism's fine, that's that's great. Write something like that and explain why you think that. Like why is you yeah, know, why is that, you know, he, he says like he says, you know, I like money, I'm not going against capitalism. Well, that that's fine. Then write something that says that and why why you yeah. believe that that's correct. You know, it's that's yeah. that's fine.
2: But because yeah, that would be more interesting. But, like, you know, games are becoming more mature. Like it'd be great for for games to tackle this. It's not just mm oh, you know, we're hiding behind the game or we're hiding behind the fact we want everyone to buy it and not, you know, create sides. But wouldn't it be interesting for a game to take a side and take a stance? I mean, um, I it's that know. sort of yeah. like,
1: just like, this is a bit rubbish, isn't it? Wink, wink. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah it's we know.
0: Yeah, and like, I, you know, and I understand it. It's quite a unique um, sort of writing and, you know, sort of narrative design problem. That's like, well, yeah, so, you know, You're a human being who has a certain view on things, and inevitably you're going to try and, you know, you're going to want to write things a certain way. But Mm -hmm. if you're designing a game where a player has freedom within a world and might choose to ally with characters that you personally wouldn't like, and I I get that, like, Mm -hmm. I understand that that's like an interesting problem, but I just think it's really weird to. Try and claim that you're writing something apolitical because I, yeah. I, I honestly I do not believe that's possible.
1: Well, by the, yeah, because... by, the, by the very nature of the topics you're dealing with, there's no way yeah. that you can write that like completely yeah. apolitically. And I I feel like like you said, like, I mean that quote like talking about how they're trying to like add nuance by making like you know people that he doesn't agree with, you know, maybe they're you know they're really nice and all that kind of thing. That just feels hmm. like a really I don't know. It doesn't feel like a terribly well thought out way to deal with that as an issue. It's um, no, yeah.
0: Um, I mean, he's not the only one. You know, we mentioned Ubisoft and like Chris Avalone, who, who uh, you know, has, has worked on lots of really good RPGs, and I, you know, respect him a huge amount as a writer. He came out with similar stuff um, just a few weeks ago, and it was again, it was that sort of oh, I'd rather just set up a world and let people explore it and figure things out. So, yeah, but that's still a world created by a one person who mm. has a certain viewpoint, and it's to just to an extent, it's always going to be unavoidable.
1: Yeah so I mean you get that I mean with any sort of world building kind of thing I mean like with I mean obviously the obvious advanced uh, uh, example is stuff like SimCity in the beginning it's like yeah you're building a world which you're designing yourself but you're also building it according to rules which have been set about which are exactly the world that we live in (laughs) it's you know which is taking a lot of things for granted as being like this is the way the system works and yeah and it's like you know we've seen how I mean
0: extreme example but you know like you know, sort of computerized or algorithmic systems that have been built supposedly to be impartial, but they're still built and coded with s- certain people's values mm-hmm. and therefore will, will be skewed towards making certain judgments. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah.
1: And that's fine, think, but then you can't yeah. claim that it's not, that's not what's happening because it is what's yeah, happening. Exactly. It's, uh, you know. yeah. But no, I mean, this is very interesting and I'm curious to see how this works out. But I know, I just wish, I like you, I just wish people were a bit more upfront about. You know, Mm. and a bit more, I mean, because a part of this is obviously, it's that sort of, you know, having your cake and eat it sort of thing of like, you know, they want to do this, but they don't want to admit the fact that they are, that this is, they're doing this for the money, which is fine. And they're also doing it Mm. because they love what they're doing. That's fine. But then also, you can't then claim that you're not going to upset some people uh, with this, because if you've got a, a, if you're designing something a certain way, it will upset people.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you, and, and you know, and this is like this isn't me like having a go at the game. I'm probably still going to play it and really enjoy it, and I'm probably going <laughs> to find myself agreeing with a lot of the the themes and stuff in it. Which is again, which is sort of what makes statements like this kind of ludicrous. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, yeah, I feel like when we talk about this be project,
2: be. You, you've you've got to own you've got to own the fact you're talking about it. But right now, as yeah. exactly, yeah. just say, They're exactly. trying to do one thing, but also not go in too deep because they're scared of what the ramifications could be.
1: But it also yeah. could be so much more interesting if you do that as well.
2: Like if you're Yeah, if you properly it, chose to actually, engage with it. Yeah. yeah. It's it yeah. can be so much more interesting if you do that. It's um yeah. I'm sure in yeah. the next like couple of years someone will poke the head above the power pit and like actually oh wow and then suddenly every 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 game's going well this is this is inherently political mm-hmm. and then suddenly <laughs> it'll flip because that'll be the trend or because well, what once one person's done it and they've survived or mm-hmm. you know maybe some developers are well loved anyway and people are like yeah you know cool well well done for having a stand and then everyone else will jump on it and it will backfire but for some and I mean you yeah. get that for I mean indie games do that don't they like, like in the
1: sense that people are much more likely to. You know, yeah, to say what they what they maybe what they feel about things, but the mm. massive publishers are not going to do that, are they? Because they just well, this terrified. is it, and it shouldn't be.
0: We shouldn't be at a point where it's like, oh well, if this is how much money you want to spend, then you can't say anything. Sorry, mm. <laughs> like you can't make a statement anymore. You can't try and communicate because, anything that might upset people. I
1: mean, the thing is about that is what does that say about about the industry as well? Because if you look well, I mean, exactly. if, if you look at something like cinema, you get big budget stuff, which still tries to engage with issues, and still tries to mm-hmm. say something, you know, sometimes, and it's yeah. it's not all just about, like, the cash there is sort of, you know, the creative side to it so, I think yeah. it's disappointing that that's not happening just yet, but uh, you know mm. Do you want to hear about Epic? Yeah! Okay, so, Epic are going to foot the bill for Kickstarter refunds So That's nice and okay. Had, so, you know we had all this recently whereby, like, Chemu 3, the people were kicking off because they couldn't you know, get a Steam key and everything, and then uh, EaseNet said they weren't going to uh, give a refund. Well, Tim Sweeney has now said that Epic are going to fund all Kickstarter refunds for future games that go exclusively to the Epic Games Store. So if this happens and you're not happy about it, they'll foot the bill, because he said that he wanted to ensure that developers wouldn't lose any development funding. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what I think about this, because, I mean, I'm not a user of this, but... I mean, it's once again Epic throwing money at a
0: problem, Yeah. Yeah, Um, But also I think it's interesting as like, obviously they've seen it as a a likely PR win because I'm willing to bet that most of the people who kicked off about this aren't actually going to bother claiming the refund. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so I don't think this is going to cost Epic all that much, but it makes them look like the good
2: guys again, and they're protecting the devs, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, mm. that's what they can do. with they've got this Fortnite money now, they can afford to yeah. do these good PR things to try and get people on their side. I mean, yep, I think it's great for devs. You know, that aren't going to get affected by people kicking off because of the battle between Epic Game Store and Steam and whatnot. So mm. it's good that devs aren't getting caught in the middle of this crossfire. Um, yeah guess I mean they um, still are because if you yeah. check just look at any games like social media uh, for games that may be announced as Epic Games store exclusive and all mm-hmm. the tweets all the comments it's all just like well you know good luck getting my money I'll see you in 2021 it's all the same <laughs> like all the YouTube comments on these sorts of games um, so yeah. they still have to do with that but at least they're not going to get funding uh, cuts yeah yeah
0: absolutely although I'm willing to bet that EaseNet don't actually have all that much money left to give back to people should it be requested <laughs> <laughs> assuming yeah, yeah. most of that Kickstarter money's already gone but hey mm-hmm.
2: yeah I mean this yeah, yeah if, if, if games aren't getting affected that's a good thing um, you know whether this actually uh, serves to you know uh, not annoy the people that hate Epic Game Store anyway I don't think that's really going to mm-hmm. do much I mean yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some people just hate Epic Game Store and they do. They really yeah, they do. What What would happen if Steam started like grabbing exclusives?
1: Like, do you think people would be really angry about that as well? I think they would probably be even more angry because it would be
0: like, because <laughs> because it, with Epic, like as absurd as it sounds, like you know, in terms of like digital game stores, they are the underdog or certainly an underdog relative to Steam. Mm-hmm. So if Steam started throwing the weight around in the same way, it'd be like, well, you're already on top. How fucking dare you? Um, so. Yeah, it'd be interesting.
2: I mean, like, obviously we just talked about a link before, and I've been like, well, what's in Malish? There's like another store to go in, but obviously everyone then says, well, actually it's about features and Epic Game Store is, you know, it, it, it's got a long older roadmap and terms of features it needs to implement yeah. to get to where Steam is currently. It's um, This is it. Um, it's like, instead of just throwing money at it constantly, just make a better
1: store that people want to use because it's better. I'm sure they are. That's like, ultimately. <laughs> yeah. That's- yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It's that, and people um, also don't like it when somebody comes in and starts just throwing money around and like taking yeah. things. It's like you know with football teams when they get taken over by a billionaire and then suddenly start yeah. just buying everybody, and
2: then everyone says, "Oh, you bought it." <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that, that is that is annoying as fuck. No, to be fair, yeah. but yeah. I, I mean, like, I guess, um, I, I, I mean, like, I, I think Steam probably at one point will start doing exclusives, and then, but people still still blame Epic. Like, well, Epic started it, and now look, you have ruined my Steam. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm sure but, um, but you know we on the console side we've been having to deal with this for ages exclusively yeah, it's, it's annoying and surely like yeah. more competition is a good thing that's ultimately going to bring prices down hope, I mean what, what Epic are hoping and I guess what we are hoping is that this also brings down Steam's revenue split um, and so yeah, devs I mean, have the issue more. is like if Epic are doing this by just chucking money
0: around as we say then is that sustainable long term probably not like is it going to just stop at some point and then they're left with a not quite so good store Mm -hmm. and no more exclusives and all the rest of it like yeah it just doesn't seem like a long-term strategy for me no
2: no no but they've got to do something to sort of have like a a big bang in the beginning like i think they said and
0: it's obviously worked like you know we we've talked about it enough um despite like i've bought one game on it and it was out of wilds because it was an exclusive i probably wouldn't have bothered otherwise um and yet yeah, you know, and no, no, none of the rest of us have used it, and yet we still seem to keep talking about it. Well, so it's obviously working. They've done a better <laughs> job
1: than Google have in terms of like securing exclusives <laughs> and like making people talk, you know, about what yeah. they've got. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, this yeah. is what I thought Google would do. You know, they'd like come yeah. along and just like grab a load of stuff, but they haven't bothered. It's odd, man.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: What else we got? Okay, do you want to hear about G2A? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it <laughs> was a good laugh. So, see, I wasn't aware of GTA before this story. I, because I, I, obviously I don't okay. play PC games or whatever, and it's only it's only yeah. a PC game thing in it. So, so yeah. this is the store where you can buy and sell use game keys. This is the idea. Yeah. And so, this story began because, so obviously GTA are not happy at the moment because they're getting a lot of negative press. And this all started because a Mike Rose, who's the founder of No More Robots, mm. noticed that GTA had been buying sponsored ads on Google. Which meant right. that if people bought the game through the ad, then his company got no money, like at all. It right, just, yeah, you know, that would be gone. And then, so then he responded by saying, uh, please, if you're going to buy a game from G2A, just pirate it instead. Like genuinely, <laughs> devs don't see a penny either way. So you're making, you're, you're, we're much rather G2A didn't see any money either. And then this was backed up by uh, Rage Squid and Vlambeer's like Remy Ismail, also. Like back this and Ismail also said these sites cost us so much potential dev time in customer service, investigating fake key requests, figuring out credit card chargebacks and more. And then G2A responded to this by saying people just don't understand our business, like how it works <laughs> which, which I find an insane uh-huh. like response because obviously these devs obviously understand like their own business because you know they're running a business and this really matters to them. It's mm-hmm. it's absolutely bizarre,
0: but yeah. Because to, to be clear, I mean, uh, I don't know where they're up to these days. The the fuss I've always heard around G2A is that, yeah, so because people just sell keys on there, G2A asks no questions about where those keys come from, right? Yeah. So that basically it was more, wasn't it like pretty much confirmed that people were using stolen credit cards to buy
1: game keys and then just post them on G2A and then yeah. and sell them? Not um, just that. But then, because then also the other thing that happened was that then G two A said there was there was nothing like they could investigate these if if developers asked them to. And mm-hmm. they, they've said, you know, people have asked them, but then they've not done anything. But then yeah. they said, you know, we don't notice, like, suspicious things going on or whatever. Whereas, mm-hmm. as I said, if you look, there's, like, some people that are, like, selling, like, 50 keys for one game or whatever. And that would be an <laughs> indicator there's something dodgy going on there. You know, that yeah. it's, there's something, like, not quite right. And it's yeah. they said it's either people doing, as you said, it's, like, you know, paying for stuff with mm-hmm. stolen credit cards, or they are people that are buying keys from, like, other stores... That are like cheaper, like from Russia or whatever, and then reselling them, right. you know, through GTA to make like a profit over that way, and yeah. and also, I mean, GTA's response to a lot of this seems to have been, well, yeah, <laughs> this isn't great, but if we weren't doing it, someone else would, and that's, <laughs> that's amazing. Not, yeah, that's not <laughs> that's also <laughs> a, bit, a bit dodgy. I mean, have you seen?
0: Um, I posted this in our WhatsApp earlier. The the G2A are contacting websites. And basically saying, "Oh yeah, because we're trying to improve our brand awareness and public image, especially among the Indian smaller game developers." Um, here's an article about us that you can run without declaring that it's a sponsored article.
1: <laughs> What's
2: that? <laughs> so I'm not even sure that's legal in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, there, there's also been a follow-up to that. Have you seen it? What? oh no I haven't yeah so basically then GTA said on Twitter that actually it was the work, the work of a rogue individual within the company <laughs> which is a bit of like oh that was me uh, my account got hacked yeah. uh, they said these emails were sent by our employee without authorization, for which we apologise to uh, Indie Games Plus and the nine other media outlets he sent his proposal to he will face <laughs> strict consequences as this is absolutely unacceptable mm-hmm. that's very much like oh no that wasn't me I, uh, I got hacked so in yeah. a way that wasn't. I don't know how that happened. Uh, they Amazing. can't. They can't. There's, there's. There's even like controversy within controversies. They. They can't yeah. get away from it. But we've, I mean, we've Jim, written Sterling's got, article. Jim Sterling's got a really good video on this. It's.
1: It's very oh, good. Yeah. like yeah. it Just goes through the whole thing and how just yeah how not great the whole thing seems to be. It's uh, yeah, fair enough. No, sorry just this quote from G2A's email we have written
0: an unbiased article about how quote selling stolen keys on gaming marketplaces is, is pretty much impossible <laughs> uh,
2: it's uh, a shame they didn't contact us like hey
1: guys yeah, we've, 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 run that. we've
2: got an article on our site it's uh,
1: sorry, uh, yeah. funny that isn't it I've got, a, I've got a statement I'd like to read out it's, yeah uh, <laughs> got any stolen games we can have all it? no problem <laughs> Allegedly <sighs> stolen, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. None, yeah, none yeah. Well, it's proven. pretty much
0: impossible, as we found out. But also, yeah, we, won't <laughs> we won't run it. We <laughs> won't run it. There's nothing much. wrong with,
1: with what's going on on G2A. It's absolutely fine. It's pretty much impossible <laughs> yeah. to sell Stone <laughs> <laughs> Okay, last news story is an yeah. odd one. I mean, this is Sony mysteriously pulls PES 2019 and replaces it with Detroit. So, hmm. originally, this month's PS Plus games were going to be PES 2019 and Horizon Chase Turbo. And at the last minute, there was a change. Where Pez Twenty Nine has been dropped and it got replaced with Detroit, and initially people seem to be having a go at Konami, who's saying like, "What have you? What have you done this time?" <laughs> you know, how has this happened, and then, and then this time they're like, "It's not us." Like, really, this is Sony, but Sony have given no explanation of why they've done this. But it's just it's odd, It's so weird, yeah. Because as
0: it, you know, unless it it chimes in with an announcement or
2: something, mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't understand what the thinking is like. Just, yeah. but this was changed on, on the day wasn't it or on yeah, the day yeah. the new games were going to come out so like yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean maybe it's not this well managed behind the scenes but in my head there's like a big old spreadsheet saying well okay September's games are these October's the games of these so change everything at the last second yeah I mean it could be the contact dream of saying hey we've got a game being announced next month or so, it'd be great if you could yeah. move things around and put Detroit on this month, and that'll get people talking about our games. But wouldn't you
0: try and we announce a new you one? Try and like synchronize so it's like new game announcement. PS, you can play Detroit for free. Like that yeah. would. I don't know. That's it's bizarre.
2: It is and and the fact that, like there's been no explanation. I mean, like yeah, we don't, we don't have yeah. to answer like sort of journalist uh, uh you know uh, requests for information, but also it's just a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's very weird.
0: I mean, you know, I I can't really complain because for me, it's an upgrade from a game I definitely wasn't going to play to one that I might out of spite, <laughs> I guess um, hey. morbid curiosity. Um, so I mean, whatever. But I mean, I'm I'm totally like deflated about PlayStation Plus now. Anyway, like if it wasn't for Destiny Two, I'd have binned it. I think. Uh, and even then, I'm not really playing Destiny Two at the moment. So
2: yeah, I it's uh, not a, I I've had it for months now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and I don't think I I mean, missing it,
0: let's not overlook uh, I mean Horizon Chase I've played it mainly on my phone which to be honest I think it's probably the best place for it um, but, it's not, but yeah it, it's great um, so like definitely give that a go I feel like it's been sort of overshadowed in this in the discussions around yeah, it really has doesn't it um, yeah which yeah. is a shame really but um, yeah weird
2: yeah I mean like, I, I, they, should, they should be releasing like PSVR games every month or something
1: yeah, Shall I still think they should just bin the whole thing off and just give it like PlayStation Now or something like that. I think it would be better. It'd be more. Well, how, how,
2: how you're saying? Okay, so this month <laughs> we're not doing free games. Yeah. So instead, pay us ten quid a month for PS Now. What, no. What, no. What is... I'm saying what they do is they get rid of like all the they get
1: rid of the free games. They have yeah. a like a low tier for just like if you want to play multiplayer games or whatever. But then they have a they have one now which costs maybe I don't know. 20 quid more for like the year that includes PlayStation Now as well.
2: Oh James, are you serious? People kick off of that. If like, like <laughs> we've got an announcement to make today, um if you don't want our shit PS Plus games, you can pay less, but if you do want online play and of games, then you have to pay 20 quid more. Yeah. People would kick off with that. I was like, the, same okay. as yeah, so the service we offered was bad, yeah. so why not try the more expensive one? Yeah. <laughs> and you can play on PS Now, which they, is uh, they were some selling, good. I mean, some
1: they were selling PlayStation Now for like 50 quid for a year, like for an annual pass, like not so long ago. Yeah. And if they could do something like that, plus PlayStation Plus, I think it would be more interesting to people than, than mm. these rubbish games that we keep getting every month.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it, like in the age of some people saying, "How are these guys still charging for online?" Mm-hmm. I don't think there's are saying yeah. say, actually, as is now seventy quid a year.
1: Yeah, but everybody's uh, <laughs> charging for
2: online, aren't they? I mean, even Nintendo are. It's like that's not a, a weird thing. No, no, it's not. But I, I feel like we're, It feels like that's gonna go. I don't know. I mean, maybe it isn't because they make I so much revenue, it. but they're not going to get rid of like paying for online. But they should
1: make it. There should be something better than play than what's called than these games that they keep giving out now because I just don't yeah. think it's worth it anymore.
2: No, no. totally not. I mean, Especially it used to be amazing. Oh, well, what's this month's games? And then now you see them and you see people just moaning or just not bothering or you know it's just not. <clears> not- I guess with, mm. I mean, that's different on Xbox. I've never really ever bothered with the Games of Gold thing. And mostly because they were no. quite a different times in a month. It's so like, just release them all on day one. Don't say, like, oh, two games in now know that. and two yeah. games in two weeks' time because I forget to download all of them. But it doesn't matter. I mean, it's yeah, lot, like, I mean, really,
0: Games of Gold is surely even more redundant because, like, you've, you've almost you've got definitely Game- got Game Pass.
1: Whereas- exactly. And that's, that's what I'm saying they should do with PlayStation Now. It should make yeah. it so that it's redundant to even bother with. Um, like with with PlayStation Plus games, yeah, okay,
2: that's but the, you the, but you know that is that's kind of what we're doing. Like you can buy PS now if you want, and and not you, you, buy no, but Pierce it's ridiculous because the way it is at the moment, if you buy PlayStation
1: now, like at the moment, it's eighty five quid for the year, which is crazy. <coughs> if it was around yeah. fifty, that's much more enticing. Like to give it a try, that's like mm. the price of a game or whatever, and it's it'd be <laughs> worth it for that.
2: Yeah, mm. I think like the are like Game Pass is supposed to be what like eighty. A oh, ninety quid a year, I think. Well, it's but actually it's not bit, like it's eight quid a month times twelve. Yeah. And I'm, but ba- yeah. and I last Christmas had loads of crazy, what, loads of crazy deals. We can get twelve months of Game Pass for fifty quid. At the mm. time, that seemed amazing. Uh, obviously now, <laughs> the deals are even better. Um, but yeah, PS Plus needs, needs a shake up, right? Maybe the yeah. saving up totally. for like when PS Five comes out, and then yeah. they're gonna maybe make big changes. <laughs> I mean, imagine um. if they if they like change
1: it so that it is like PlayStation Now or something like that with you know with more backwards compatibility stuff. I mean, that'd be amazing if they did something. Oh, like that'd be all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they won't because because no. you know because <laughs> it will cost loads of money or whatever. But oh, I can dream. It'd be nice. We yeah. can.
0: Right. Is it time for some people's favourite bit of the show? It Absolutely is.
1: What it we've is, been playing. Can I just go to the toilet? Yes. Okay, I'll be back
0: in a second. Sorry. No worries, Matt. Please leave that in. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm leave all this in. Yeah. Cool. Um, how long do you think he's going to take? Do you think we'll be able to hear it on his mic?
2: Oh, it would. Be, it would be great. It would be great if he had left. If it had has like hear it. mics like Britney Spears, which is probably really old <laughs> You know, Britney. The old Britney Spears. <laughs> She's a, yeah. Remember Britney
0: Spears? Oh. Uh. I hope she's alright
2: no she's alright she, I follow her on Instagram she's alright do <laughs> okay uh, I, mean, I think she had to quit, she had to quit her talk because her dad's really ill uh, oh shit And but I, I guess I can't she's not s- that alright then well I mean yeah she's I, doing great I mean her dad's dying but I, 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 yeah. I mean she she. Well, although <laughs> I was going to say she's doing well. She she looks fine but also I can't get that vision of her shaving her head off when she had a terrible her terrible yeah. time when she was younger yeah it's a shame that yeah it's, it's crazy really um, Chris Crocker did all right
0: out of it, though. What, what happened to him then, mate? He's like famous. He does. Like, is he on YouTube or is he just on Instagram? Uh, I can't how, remember. How, he, he, what do you mean he's famous? He's famous for what? What did he do? Chris Crocker. So he he did the the oh, infamous "Leave Britney Alone" video. Of
2: course, yeah, him, yeah, yeah. And okay, yeah,
0: back. last time I checked, he's just a big deal on social media.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who's this? Um, Leave so, yeah. Britney. The, the Leave Britney Alone guy. Is he still yeah. around? Yeah yeah. He's massive now, according to Sean. Yeah yeah, he's doing good. Sean's big Sean's his his biggest fan. I'm <laughs> I'm off look this oh, up. It's Chris Crocker, yeah? It's, yeah? Yeah yeah
0: yeah. Yeah, cuz I I think he came up on just like my Instagram search page. It's like, "Hey, do you want to follow Chris Crocker?" And I was like, "Surely not the <laughs> Chris Surely Crocker." Um, but yeah, it was him. And he's he's just like, "Yeah, it's just all
2: right." Nice guy. Uh, speaking of yeah, like a famous Chris Crocker people, American internet celebrity. Um, you know? how big were you two into Vine?
0: I Do you know not a huge there. amount
2: to be honest? Oh, no. okay. I was massively obsessed at one point, but um, and basically what happens? Vine like fell apart, so all those people like left Vine and went to Instagram and stuff. Basically, there's like a um, it's like female. I can't even call comedian, but she does sketches and stuff called Arielle Vandenberg. I still follow her now. Yeah. She's like she's uh, incredibly beautiful, but also really really funny, and then she's just got like the gig of hosting um, Love Island USA, which is oh wow, is this mad? <laughs> 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 because, because, <laughs> because she's got a massive gig, but also she's like the, 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 the person i phone on in many years ago. Uh, anyways, okay, uh so I'm watching off uh, on USA is what I'm
0: saying. I may have to revise my previous statements oh, about no. Chris Crocker doing well. Um, is he, I'm dead he looking him up, and there is a, a, a fairly recent uh, headline from the 3rd of May saying Chris Crocker's Twitter claimed he's being blackmailed, addicted to coke, and going into rehab.
2: So... Oh. Um, Get well soon, mate. So, if, if that's your idea of doing well, Sean, then you're a second individual. I didn't know that, obviously. <laughs> he's having a, Chris Croc's having a wonderful old time. What's this? Yeah, the Coke. fantastic.
1: Oh, he's got an eating disorder or something. Uh, anyway. He's also done porn, apparently, according to this. So okay.
2: Yeah, okay, Nothing wrong with that. No, no? I mean, oh, I, okay, like I said, I'm just saying Sean a, is the biggest fan. So, that's... Yeah. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. It's, you know... It's work, mate. Um, I was um, say yeah. Let's guess let's get on to let's get on to some What have
0: we been playing? Um, right, Matt, are we gonna do the Oculus Quest stuff? Yeah, let's do let's do that. Let's do the Oculus can't, Quest can't stuff. I
1: get so, my stuff out of the way first. Where's all oh, that sorry, You've got somewhere to be. Yes, <laughs>
2: <laughs> get it out of the way. We're all together,
1: James. But <laughs> why well, you, want you want to get excited? out like You got like a massive VR like thing haven't you, have got for a whole, like, Well, you were supposed
0: to finish. uh What was it, Blood and Truth? And we were going to have a whole VR special. Yeah, what yeah, happened that? to that? And you've that has
1: fucked that That's nothing. No. Happened. yeah, I've been still stuck in all my other stuff. So it will. Well, like... go on. Tell us about your other yeah, stuff. The, then you want
2: to get out of the way?
1: So right, good. Well, no, I uh, thought, ruined yeah, our segment. because you... well, no, I didn't want it to be like you know, you do your whole thing, and then by the end of that, everyone's just like, oh, yeah, switch off now. I'll add all this, and then. You know, what you are saying
0: is you don't want want us to bore everyone first. Yeah, well, yeah, you don't basically, basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: like yeah, it'd be like a really shit compare. You're like, oh, great, you've really you really the audience now. They're not on this gig at all.
1: God, I'm giving you build up. You know, like to yeah. Yeah. On, James, yeah, yeah,
2: your support act, and I mean, I'm clean on the main event. Okay, James, what have you been playing? <laughs> well, I've been playing Super Mario Maker two. Um, because next I finished yeah. it okay, off. Okay, I, I mean last week. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I finished the story <laughs> mode anyway, and okay. it, it is fantastic. It's just yeah. the right side of difficult, uh, difficult, and it's just so much like really good variety. And it's mostly because the end game stuff is so good. Like you finish, like you think you finished it once you've rebuilt the castle, but then obviously there's just tons of more content after that, and uh, it's great. It's uh, it's very good. But the only thing I'm worried about with it at the moment is that there is already a lot of garbage online. And I'm still concerned mm. about the discoverability of finding cool stuff. It still seems to be. Wait,
2: wait, wait. When you say garbage, I mean it's called rubbish. But when is of garbage? What do you mean, <laughs> like, like trash? Ga- like trash? <laughs> that's <There's> all <laughs> trash and like Good God! See, uh, I always the... thought
1: that was one of those words that's kind of like interchangeable. Like you can use it or not use it or whatever. I mean, you know, like um, truck or lorry. Like what do you say? Like so is it what truck or day
2: cut out? What or lorry? Was well, it a truck or is it a lorry? Um. Yeah. I guess. Well. A truck, I would be like like a like a eighteen wheeler, a lorry that could be like a smaller transit van. Yeah, but or is like one a... of them like? Wait, what? Nonsense. No, 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 that no make it's any sense. Not a, no. a van can be a lorry.
0: No,
2: no, no, no. <laughs> okay, no. So, no, <laughs> that but, no, no. So, no. Okay, so truck. If I think truck, I think like yeah. there's huge, you know, like big rigs or you know the huge international yeah. things. And when we like say yeah. lorry, that could be in the in. The smaller known but like larger air transit band. that's what I class a lot. Okay, but you would use both like sort of interchangeably, or you'd use both of them, yeah? Yeah, I think it would depend on the size of the vehicle. Yeah. See, yeah, no, I, I'm th-
0: still not off. Man, uh, no, no, thinking a
2: Transit. Is fucking. what I meant was larger air transit, larger air transit, <laughs> okay?
1: Yeah, okay. but my point being <laughs> is that one is like American English, one is British English, and but you're still yeah. comfortable about using both of those. In general. And garbage is one of those words I would also consider to be you know, I'd be comfortable <coughs> using that word even though I'm not American. Really? I would okay. never
2: use that in a million years. I I mean, would you use the word trash?
1: Uh I don't know. Take out the trash? No, I probably
2: wouldn't say that. I'd take out the rubbish. Yeah, chill I'm taking out the, the trash. Rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take out the garbage. Yeah, yeah. What, what yeah, garbage. Anyway, so in what what we say garbage, what do you mean like garbage levels? Yeah, as in like rubbish levels. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> point, point says trash levels.
1: Yeah, there's loads of trash levels, garbage levels, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of those online. I mean, my son's been pumping them out as well. Like, there's oh, been so your son's of...
2: part of the problem.
1: He is part of the problem. I mean, I've been trying to. I mean, although recently the other day he did one which I thought was genuinely not bad, and uh, yeah? I was quite happy to tweet it. But yeah, there's also been. I've been trying to get him off the idea of just like filling it with everything possible because that's the you know <laughs> the thing that people often do. But. Yeah, it's, it's not about. Is vibe. this how supportive you are of all your son's creative endeavors? Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't obviously say to him, you know, this is rubbish. Like, <laughs> 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 no, you just say it's garbage. Say it's garbage. <laughs> I just say it's garbage. Yeah. Put <laughs> them. But no, it's uh, yeah, he, he does need some guidance with it because yeah, he, he get, I mean, yeah, uh, you know, I try no, to be constructive enough. about it. You know, it's it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, but it's it's still good. It's still a very good game, and I I mean I would almost say it's worth buying just for the story mode, but maybe mm-hmm. there's also just so much other content that it's also fine. But, yeah. I mean, the main game I've been playing this week was is Judgment, um, because mm-hmm. I've finally sort of got into that, and as I said last week, I mean, the first two or three hours of it really aren't great, and Chapter 1 does a really poor job, I feel, of introducing the game because uh, the pacing is really bad and it also it feels like they felt the need to like introduce all of the new gameplay mechanics into the first chapter so that people sort of knew you know where the game was going but yeah because it front loads all of that it's not very fun um because right. some i mean the the new mechanics they've introduced they've introduced like tailing people so basically following people and the way it's done is not great. It's really tedious and kind of ridiculous. Like, I was sitting there playing it, and my wife was, like, Jen was sitting there watching it, and she was just like, this is ridiculous. Like, he's obviously seen you. And I'm like, I know, I know, but it's a game, isn't it? You know, so, <laughs> and it's, so it, it's not... It just goes on for too long, and it's
2: just not very fun. And yeah, the stuff is in, annoying, but, like, but what can you do? I mean, I remember in The um, Last of Us, when, like, Ellie was, like, behind you, and she was blatantly not in cover... And then mm. he was like, Oh, I wonder where they are. Look but you were in cover, so that was fine. Yeah, Ellie was literally like poking out in the middle of his like, you know, every area. Yeah. I, I mean I don't know what else they can do. I mean I mean I the guess only if, way yeah, I want to know is with AI, isn't it? You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like if it was realistic
0: it'd it just be annoying as fuck.
1: Yeah. So that's yeah. so, <laughs> so that's the thing. So they obviously they had to do that, but then there's also there's like drone races as well, so you can like use drones. Yeah. Yeah because the whole, I mean the whole point of it is because obviously you're a detective in this so you can use drones to like spy on people and things like that and it sounds like it should be good but it they the drones don't control very well and mm-hmm. I found it quite frustrating like to control them and there's also like photography is another major part because like you do stuff like you know photograph like cheating husbands and stuff like that and that that's okay you know it's it's okay but it's just not it's not what makes the game enjoyable and unfortunately they just cram all that into the first chapter to try and, I guess, to give you an idea of, like, you know, what it's going to be like. Hmm. But I I don't know, as I said, for a detective game, it makes sense, but it's also boring. You know, that's that's kind of the problem. And uh, I don't know, I was also not sold on the main character either, like Yagami, because for me nobody can ever really replace Kiryu and yeah <laughs> cuz I just love the way that he reacted with the world like all the time like even to the point where when you got into fights with people every time with Kiryu like somebody like swung for him he just looked just really bored by it you know like oh this is going to be another fight i've got to fight in, and that that i really love that i thought that was fantastic but with this this is the other thing is that like yagami the detective gets attacked in the same way as you walk around and it just doesn't feel right at least in the first chapter because with Kiryu there was always a feeling there was a reason why he was being attacked you know it's because there's rival uh, uh, yakuza or there's you know there's uh, bums trying to beat him up or whatever because because of what he is. Whereas with a detective, you're thinking, why? Why is he getting beaten up? You know, it doesn't make any sense why people would just start on you as you're walking around. Maybe it works for the sun. Yeah, well, yeah. There's obviously that because <laughs> he's he's done like absolutely nothing. But then, I mean, after chapter two, it does begin to make more sense because of the events that happen. And it was at that point when i sort of got about midway through chapter 2 i began to realize that i was actually really really enjoying myself again and mm-hmm. be- mostly because the story like really picked up and the new characters they introduced like added these extra layers to the world of like of the yakuza as well which i mm-hmm. found interesting because usually in the other games the way that they've they've been presented as being from like kiryu's perspective or from other yakuza's perspective and so it's interesting to see it from the outside instead and that's what i found sort of um to be pretty good with this and it's also just because of the city i mean the city is fun to walk around as usual and you get involved in like the usual sort of like friendship events like helping people translate english like there's this really weird side game where you had to help test coffee like you spend time in a coffee shop and you have to like work out what the flavour is and all this kind of stuff and love it the re- love it I mean the reason you do this is because then later on like you build up the friendship level and then when you get in like brawls outside they, they help you like there's this one like the convenience store this guy like just chucks like scalding like a uh, like uh, sort of um, fish balls at this guy and you like force it down, down the guy's throat and it makes him like choke and it's, it's pretty fun <laughs> it's, it's
2: <laughs> just it's, 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 it's like still got that humour it's still got like the mad yeah it's, the mad it's, stuff. I, mean, okay.
1: it's, I mean there's a really fantastic because you there's this really fantastic one whereby like if you do like a special attack on one of the characters after you've unlocked it it will like shove the guy into a Yakuza's car And then, like, just jam him in the middle of these two massive thugs, and he just looks terrified, and just drives off, and that's him gone. (laughs) And and he just looks really sheepish and scared. It's 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 really good. But I mean, I'm I'm eight to nine hours in, but already, like, I feel like I've experienced a lot of content so far, and it's just I know there's more to come. And although I'm still not entirely. Sold on Yagami as like the protagonist, it's the other characters I feel that are making the story for me. But the, the other thing that's really weird is that Chen recognised the actor who's playing Yagami because oh, yeah. she, it turns out she was a big fan of his and she started watching as well <laughs> because she was just nice. like, it's really because it's it's a guy from, I mean, he's he's like in his 50s now, but. Like they've modelled him as if he was a bit younger still, and
2: yeah, she was like, "Oh, it's it's him," and she looked him up and she was like, "Oh, it's it is him," and she she was really excited. <laughs> so, so This is a new guy. This is a new guy that replaced the previous guy that got done with coke, or is this? No, no, this else? this
1: is just this is just the main character. I mean, the, the guy that they replaced, um, yeah, he's, he's I would, it's I wouldn't say it's really obvious that he's been replaced, but the original character actor did look better. I thought when I when mm-hmm. I looked it up, but yeah, I mean. It's difficult to know what to say further beyond this because I mean it is a it's another yakuza style game but the detective stuff I wouldn't say that it really adds significantly more to the formula it's just it's still the star of this is still the city and it's still really fun to like walk around it and engage with people and, yeah. Uh, yeah, the pacing so, is still, you know, pretty
2: good. So it, it's the same city, right, as the previous games you played yep, in? exactly. So, so, yeah. so, but obviously, what, are they, like, new shops, or has it moved around, or yeah, or, or, mean, do you, or is it exactly the same layout? It's, well, it's exactly the same layout, because
1: it's, yeah, that, that hasn't changed, but there are, I mean, in some ways... See, this will sound like a massive like apologist kind of thing to say but it is one of those places which is nice to go back to because you feel comfortable there because it's like i know the layout really well by this point and there are places that you can go to that you couldn't you know there's like shops as you said that you can go to that you couldn't go to before um it's you know it's nice to you know go go around and find the places you've been to you know previously and i mean every time they seem to be adding new layers of um sort of of accessibility to different areas you know that you couldn't really get to before they seem to be just fleshing it out with every release and that's that's kind of interesting uh, the way they've done that but um i mean i'd be lying if i said that I mean, one of the things I liked about because six was they did add like new, like completely new places to go to. And I've heard that like with five, they there are like significantly different areas where there's you know d- different parts of Japan and everything you go to, which it would be good mm-hmm. if they did that. But this still feels good because you still you still see the city from a different perspective because you're based somewhere else. The types of missions you're doing are quite different to from the other series. So I do feel like I'm seeing it in a different light, as it were that's good and, okay.
2: and, and, and and do you think it's a bit more serious than the Yakuza games like, obviously I haven't played one but I've heard about all of the crazy stories and submi- sub side missions and stuff it's got that exact same humour has it
1: yeah I mean the core story like the mainline story is still the same kind of like sort of style as, as Yakuza because the thing is with the, the mainline story with that is that generally they are really serious actually it's just the side mission stuff which is really bizarre and weird and fun and it's the same with this I mean there's I know that there's a character that I'm going to Come up with soon, who's called like Ass Catch 'em as like it's not like, one of these like, characters you've got to like, you know, like right, you because know, he's a, a bad person because he's been doing bad things, and uh, but there's there's loads of stuff like that, but the mainline story is still like played very straight, and but I like that, and. But you know, even I mean, there's even like because of the detective style of this. One of the other things they've added to this, compared with like Yakuza, is that you can like make choices, like dialogue choices, as well. Um, when you're like investigating, okay. uh, like the crime crime scene that's going on, and uh, that's that's a lot more detailed. Like you have to, like you you gain like evidence as you like go around crime scenes, and then you can use this to confront people later. So there's almost like a Phoenix Wright style to it as well, which obviously appeals to me it's um yeah Yeah. that's that's kind of cool but yeah it's so far it's it's it really it does take a few hours to get going but now it is it's really picked up and i'm very much enjoying it Uh, yeah
2: and do you think for someone who maybe hasn't played a yakuza game or they were maybe overwhelmed by the sheer number of yakuza games this is a good one to to dip your feet into or would you still recommend maybe another yakuza game to to go for there instead I still think
1: Zero is probably the, the first one to go for, but I still would say this is also worth... I mean, compared with all the others, because it doesn't have the baggage of the other series yeah. at all, it would be worth looking at this, but just being aware that the first couple of hours really aren't great. Like, they're really quite tedious. It's it's not a good start at all. But then it really does pick up and become significantly more interesting. Particularly as you start to learn more uh, backstory about some of the characters, then it becomes great. But Yeah, because
2: uh, obviously I've heard from you about how good Yakuza games are, but this not having five or six other games, I'm like, well, this yeah. is maybe a bit more tempting.
1: This, like, this uh, might be worth
2: a look, Matt. I think, I think you probably... I think you'd probably like it especially because you can mainline
1: it as well like you don't have to do all the other stuff either if you okay, don't want good, to yeah. it's just but again just the beginning is not good it's uh, yeah, I think it's,
2: this game like graphically that impressive like, I feel like yes. oh, why is no one these ones on Switch like No, no, no. I mean, especially now because it uses,
1: like, the Dragon Engine, which was the same that was using, like, for Yakuza 6. There was, uh, what's called Digital Foundry did, like, a video of it recently of, like, showing, like, how impressive it is. Like, you know, like, there's all stuff like... um, like the cloud formations above you they like cast shadows on the ground where which look like the clouds you know that, okay, that oh. are above you there's also like i mean they've added like sort of vapor effects as well like from like steam coming out of buildings it but that looks really good like really good and it's yeah it's uh, yeah it's very impressive the main characters in particular like the motion capture is fantastic like they they look like incredibly realistic other characters maybe not so much but the ones that have had a lot of modeling done to them they look they look great uh, yeah, because
2: yeah. I, I know like Sega recently said in a, in a comment. I'm not sure if it was in line it, because of their financials, but they said they see Yakuza stuff as, as a multi as a multi platform franchise. Is that the words they use? But yeah. obviously, it's still It'd be pretty interesting much on to see if this
1: if this turns up on Xbox, like at some point, that would mm. be interesting. Especially if it turns up on the Xbox One X, because. It could probably. I mean, it could do with it. I mean, I'm playing it on a PS4 Pro, and there is occasional slight slowdown and like it gets a bit laggy sometimes, but not not to the point where you really notice it that much. It's just like occasionally no. when you go into like big areas. But um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if it does make the leap. Um, yeah, because there clearly is a market for these games because yeah, they they yeah, keep yeah. pumping them out now, which is really good. I'm yeah, still and waiting the marks for
2: Microsoft want Japanese games, and this would be a good one. But I, I would I would want this sort of stuff on Switch because I feel like. I mean, if it's if, it, yeah. if it's too graphically impressive, then that, it'd that be that nice, won't but, happen, it's but it's not going to happen. No, but I, the, I, the old really ones on it. PS3, though, weren't they? Like the old yeah. Yakuza games,
1: but they've significantly changed them now. Like with the up, yeah, the visual upgrades they've made to them. I mean, the the game. Okay, so the earlier ones, like uh, Yakuza Zero, maybe one. Uh, I know they were like made from a like, modified version of like the um, the engine that was on PS3 but the more recent ones are the like the dragon engine there's i don't think it's it's very unlikely they'd be able to run which, which no. should be a shame Damn. but they would be good for that um because i often do find myself playing these handheld actually like using vita or whatever because you yeah. don't yeah because you cuz i mean yeah it's a lot of this is like dialogue and watching cutscenes and stuff anyway so it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter so much That's yeah. A, yeah awesome cool right
0: oculus quest time so cuz matt is an absolute hustler um, he managed to blag us uh, review unit which yeah. we're sort of which we don't get to keep so I think that still makes us relatively unbiased we do have to give it back um, but yeah we've we've been having a go on Oculus Quest stuff haven't we we have um, yeah well so, you have. I haven't uh, I mean well yeah you, have, you haven't had your turn yet It's, it's <laughs> Dave, Dave gets it next week um, and then we'll, we'll see where we go from there Um <laughs> But
1: which is we basically we'll have run out of time by that point we've got to send uh, possibly
0: it well yeah he's going to get well into PokerStars VR and he's never going to leave so yeah, that's, yeah that's, you'll have to just go over there and just rip it off him <laughs> yeah so if you're not familiar this is so this is the new Oculus uh, VR headset that is entirely standalone and they've done so there's the Oculus Go before this wasn't there um, uh, yes. but that just that just had like one controller is basically like the gear vr which i've had with my my samsung phone so there was like one little motion controller whereas this is a lot closer to the real deal so like two proper oculus controllers which with you know like grips and triggers and buttons and sticks and all the rest of it and like full motion sensors and stuff um and i like i you know when you said like you know when you said like oh yeah it's new headset and it's wireless and i kind of thought oh yeah that's like pretty convenient because you know when i'm playing on psvr like it like that having that cable run out the back of your head can be a bit irritating like you know you, you just you're aware of it and you you know you most games bollock you when you turn away from the camera or whatever um i wasn't expecting this to be quite so good yeah um, the, the
2: main difference in only is it wireless but it also doesn't require a pc so it's like it's yeah a, it's a double whammy It doesn't require a big gaming pc as previous like vive and oculus headsets have yeah, and like it's, and, it's f- yeah
0: fully standalone like i you know I, um took it to my brothers the other week so i went to go visit him and um and you know, yeah, and you sort of said like, oh, you know, I don't know about like if we're going to have room for it. I said, I, was, I said, man, we can just take it out in the garden if you want. Like, it's really not, <laughs> really not a problem. It doesn't make any difference. Um, I mean, the the room scale stuff is fascinating, isn't it, Matt?
2: Oh, it really is. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've I've played uh, Vive and Oculus, so I've I, I have used room mm-hmm. scale stuff in the past. Um, mm-hmm. Although this being fully wireless, just. Takes, takes it up a notch. I will say, like, this is um I've played, obviously, tons of PSVR at home, but that mm. is mostly standing or sitting. Um, some games on PSVR might allow you to move maybe a step forward or back, but that's pretty yeah. much about as far as you're going to get. And yeah. with this being full room scale, uh, I've realised the limitation on my lounge just... It just isn't big enough for this this sort of thing. <laughs> so I'll have yeah, been I mean, to I take I outside. Just about... I need to go to, like, a sports hall or, like, a massive, massive room, because... <laughs> It, I mean I'm laughing yeah. that's a really good idea like that would be amazing yeah it. Will, um, I mean it would be absolutely class and we'll, we'll cover the games in a minute So for some, for some of the games we played this will, will be amazing but yeah like yeah. with PSVR, I never had that because it was not room scale I never felt a limitation because I was mostly standing on the spot or sitting yeah. but now this yeah. is room scale and I can move around and it's wireless I'm like I'm actually finding it I'm finding I'm feeling my, many more limitations because I haven't quite got the size of room that I need to really truly sort of uh, yeah. Like but, I've, but, but, but the I've the actual just about got the really fantastic how it's done,
0: isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say I, I've just about got the sort of two by two meters like recommended free space, and that's after like clearing away loads of Isaac's toys and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm just but, yeah. The, the, that. Yeah, <laughs> um, like the the way it handles it is absolutely fascinating. So when you first put the headset on um you basically you're like looking so it's got all the cameras on the front of it which is how it does some of the the tracking and stuff um so you're viewing like a 3D image through the cameras and you feel like a fucking cyborg um which is really cool um and then basically you use the controllers like you just look around and you just draw like on the floor like where the free space is um and then from then on whatever game you're playing or whatever menu you're in or whatever it remembers that space so that if you start moving towards a wall in real life, it like appears as like a wireframe in front of you, so you' yeah. you're always warned when you're about to step out of the boundary basically.
2: It just and means it's so freeing, so, isn't
0: it? It's so yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like the difference it makes because you're just like right. Well, unless I see that, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I can
2: literally run um, full <laughs> full pail. I mean, like so, my yeah. lounge it's like it's a it's a fairly sort of standard rectangle, uh, but I've got like couches and stuff. So I would uh, yeah. I, w- I would use the control to paint uh, basically like the space. You know. Uh, Basically, like, a n- near a door or next to a cabinet or next to a couch. So the, the space mm. I paint with these controllers the my safe space won't be a, a standard sort of square or rectangle. It will be yeah. an oddly shaped, oddly shaped thing. But yeah. um, the fact is fully wireless and I can literally like, run from one corner to the other and feel fully safe because I know I'm not going to run into a door or a couch or a TV because it comes mm. up. And like, it's, it's yep. amazingly freeing to have that sort of, that, that sense of I can, Run anywhere in this space, uh, and I, yeah. like, my my lounge isn't tiny. It's just not. It's just not. You know, sports hall size. Furniture in it. Yeah, the... yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it, it's amazing. And also like that with, with wireless. I mean, it, when I had PS, well, I got, I got PSVR of course, but um, and but because it's like tethered with, with, with all the mm-hmm. cables, you never feel. Even if it was room scale, you wouldn't really want to be running around because you've got it's headset on and the cables. Yeah. But it's just yeah, like, it's something. It's just something else having room scale. It's can I question?
1: Is it yeah. would it be possible to just play out in the garden? Could yeah. you do that? Yeah, yeah, you
0: can. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, like it, yeah. it doesn't like because it is just essentially a mobile device. It's essentially like a smartphone. Mm-hmm. You know? Like it's you know in terms of the innards, like it is just a, a totally standalone. Like it, it synchronizes with your phone. Like that's how you can you know you can access like the store and stuff. Um, on your phone, and then it, yeah. But yeah, basically, it's completely independent.
2: And, and um, the thing, the thing about the Guardian, is like you, you put the headset on, and it, and and it basically remembers, remembers, remembers if you're in the same room. It, remembers yeah. it. you now have to like yeah, set up yeah. every time if you, unless you maybe like change the lighting, in which case then I think it might ask you to reset it. But if you go up to right, the same yeah. room and do it, it's the same. uh I, I've obviously got my lounge set up, but I've also got my office set up. Because uh, even though my office, is like it's just a, it was like a uh, like a, a box room. I can still like paint like a stationary What well, if you, if you can't paint a big big old room scale area to play in, it, mm. you, it you can set it to the stationary mode, and that like sort of yeah that, that has like a essentially like a uh, arms width circle around you. So you can actually play this in tiny tiny spaces. I can play games in my office where I wouldn't obviously ever have the space for PSVR. Even though PSVR mm. is strictly a, a pretty 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 much a standing experience because this doesn't require cameras or anything it's all got it built in you can play it Mm. anywhere, really and for games like Beat Saber I can play it in my my tiny box room I never (laughs) thought I'd ever be able to play VR because it's far 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 too tiny for uh, for PSVR it's amazing but yeah the the fact that you put a headset on you don't even have to turn the headset on because it basically as soon as you put it over your head it automatically turns on Mm. and it remembers the, the Guardian and you can basically go from getting out of the box to in a game in like, well, I mean, f- maybe between 30 and 60 seconds. It's oh, crazy yeah, how, yeah, absolutely. how quick it is.
0: That's the, yeah, that's the other thing I've been really surprised by is how quickly, like how much more willing I am to just sort of dip in and out of it rather than, you know, like I've, I've always said, so with PSVR, it's like I will set aside like, right, I'm going to have like a VR hour or yeah. whatever, because it's not that you well, it's know, PS4 hassle, isn't a isn't huge pain in the ass, especially like you know, mm. I've got the, the second model where it's just basically like one cable, um, and it's fine,
1: but like it still feels like yeah, a faff, feel, doesn't it? And it, it's that, yeah. and it's also the fact that when you turn the PS4 on, if it's not in standby mode, it takes ages to boot up anyway, and it's just yeah, yeah, and then you have to conspiracy. figure out like, yeah, sort of adding controllers, and yeah, whereas this, you know, with this, like you put the headset on,
0: like even if you don't even remember where the controllers are, it just shows you like without oh, you having that to as look well, yeah. in real the, life. Like the fact that the yeah.
2: trolls are modelled in 3D space and you look around oh, there yeah. they are
0: yeah it's just it's yeah it's
2: just so liberating the whole thing Yeah, but um, I, mean, I, I mean i was never like truly bothered by all the setup for psvr it's it's annoying it's not instant but i was never really that bothered but yeah this yeah. is literally on your head 30 seconds or so and you're in a game and yep. like the other the other night i came back after a few drinks in town and and I'd say oh, I'll play some like Superhot or Beat Saver. and mm. I, I there's no way I'll be bothered to like get the PSVR out if I was like yeah. after after a few beers. But I was like oh, I'll put it on. And it's just it's like, but, yeah, it, it, it's such a it's such a different experience just being able to put it mm. on your head and it's there, and the controllers yeah. are excellent as well. The controllers are so clever. So every single button on the uh, on the controller is is analog and it's also like touch sensitive. Mm. And yeah, So yeah. basically, there are so the, the, there's this. It what looks it's like a little um, it's it's a finger grip basically, and around that is like a what looks like a halo type thing, and that also I guess like judges where your fingers are. But crucially, all the buttons uh, of which there's like an analog stick, two face buttons, a trigger, and something uh, next to your palm. All of those can assess how much if you're touching them or not. And so with that, games understand then if you're holding one finger out or you have got clenched fist or you're swearing, or, or, or whatever. So or because of your, with your fingers on those buttons, it knows where your hands are and what they're doing. And again, that's obviously a massive difference, a massive leap above anything we've got on PS3 R, of course. Yeah, uh, have, yeah you, have, you done, have you found that to be some, have some cool uh, experiences, Sean? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, like, I was gonna, yeah. should we get onto games? Yeah, yeah. Or should we? Can I, can I yeah, ask you as well. one
1: question, though, about this? Yeah. What yeah. is the visual fidelity like?
0: Well, I was gonna say, yeah, so obviously, as I say, it's essentially you know like smartphone in, it's inside it, um so it's i don't think it it's not quite up there with p s. v. r. in terms of you know texture quality and and you mm-hmm. know stuff like that um so that worries I think me a the, bit. like
2: well, i mean well, well i mean what, what was it gonna be about yeah sure no.
0: I was just gonna say like i I haven't found myself caring at any point, um I think it like the games I've played on it look fantastic. Yeah, um, I mean, I,
2: I would say I, I would say it's up there PSVR, and because it's such a high resolution PSVR, I think yeah. it looks better. And like, so today I played mm. Beat Saber, but then actually I played Beat Saber on PSVR, and then I quickly went and um, tried on Quest, and it's it basically the Quest screen is just super high resolution compared to PSVR, and so yeah. it feels better in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um and and and, I, and some of the games I've played look utterly fantastic. I mean, yeah. um, I would say it, it. I would say it's definitely PSVR level, if not slightly better. And maybe that's mostly because of the high resolution screen. But is that uh, is mm. that when you're playing games that are sort of like more heavily stylized, like compared with you know like stuff that's on PSVR? I mean, I've, I've played. So I played games. I've already got on PSVR, like Hot and uh, and Beat Saber. But I have played other games which aren't on PSVR, and it all just feels. Really solid. I mean, I think the screen size resolution, that's better. Screen door effects, which is where you basically see in between the pixels, it's it's super minimal, just like PSVR, which is good. That's true. You yeah, also yeah, get yeah. things like yeah. God Rays, which I think is because of the star-star lenses. And basically what that means is you see like... Lights, I, mean, I guess that's sort of basically like light maybe in and around the visor. It's not off putting, it's just like an edit, it's just mm-hmm. something that you get used to with these different style of, of lenses versus PSVR. But I would say I was actually really, really impressed with like graphically. I wouldn't say it, it's, it's significantly lower than PSVR, and actually, the resolution yeah, I mean, makes such a huge difference. To...
0: Not enough to bother me I just I'd read things about um, like so one of the games I'll talk about in a minute Robo Recall apparently the I've not looked at the visuals on the other versions but apparently it's quite a step down on this but then I suppose that's comparing it to the full exactly, on yeah. Oculus it's version step, which step is a step down yeah. to Vive
2: and Oculus uh, yeah, I guess I same obviously Of course, only, yeah. of course it will be, I think PSVR yeah. I think it's it, in my personal opinion, I think it's actually slightly above it. Obviously, i play played okay. loads of great PSVR games and, and games like Farpoint and, and um, Astrobot and other games which aren't on this, so it's very hard mm-hmm. to compare. The only games I have played on both are incredibly stylized games like Super Hot and yeah. Beat Saber. I would say they look better on Quest than PSVR, but I think mm-hmm. fundamentally that's not necessarily like, oh, texture quality or frames yeah, yeah. second. I think it is really, for me personally, it's down to like the high resolution screen. Um yeah. And I felt um, like I felt like when i be in games and I would like held my controller as close as I can to my face. I feel like there's le- le- less blurring. Uh, yeah. I feel like I can really get up close to something and it's really it's really super sharp, which is mm. which is excellent. Um, I will say it's in terms of headset it it's a good job everybody's golf is not on this. You'd be terrified getting up close <laughs> to get all those words. Uh, I mean, I'm fine as long as they're not like making me, f- f- eat, you know, force feed them chocolate on the bench. <laughs> I'm here to play golf. I'm not here to. I, I will say like headset wise um i don't think this is as comfortable as psvr what, what, yeah, what do you say sean i uh, no, yeah i totally
0: agree like the the straps around the back and stuff there's like no actual padding on them is it they're just sort of rubber
2: no so it's basically um, like you have like you know the the, the, the front the helm the goggle type area on like the front bit which is you know, which is where the lenses are and everything else is basically there's like a strap that goes over the top of your head and a strap that goes around, around, uh, around, uh, around the crown of your head, and that's it. Uh, you can like adjust the size of that, but I feel like with PSVR, it feels much more like putting a baseball a, a cap on because it's much more substantial. And even put on PSVR, yeah, tonight, it's very it like when you b- when you first getting used to it, it is quite heavy at the
0: front as well, isn't it? Yeah. Which again makes sense because it's got way more um, internal stuff going on than like just a, a headset that plugs into a, another machine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is, it is weird. I'll tell you what I was really impressed by, I've not mentioned. You can plug headphones in, um, but you might just not bother because it's got to...
2: Are they, what are they? Are they just like highly directional speakers? I wasn't in the sure if that was like, yeah, like the, the bone conductive well, yeah, It basically feels I, like magic at first because you put a headset it's, on. It's fucking unreal. Not it's, only if you like, put a headset on and there's no you haven't got a PC and there's no cables, but also yeah. you're hearing sounds. And I'm yeah. like, hang hey, where's this even coming from?
0: Like, really clearly. Like, it's, it's insane how good it is. Like, I'm sure, you know, so if I was, like, having a Beat saver session or whatever, I'd probably make the effort to put the headphones in because, obviously, the music is a huge part of it. But, like, everything else I've played, I've been quite happy just with the speakers in it. Yeah,
2: yeah me too. Um, I mean, and when and I I it's really home... nice
0: because I, like, again, it's with VR. Like, I like being immersed, but I also like to think that if someone opened the door into the room or shouted my name, I would still hear them and yeah and you know, whereas putting earphones in like you don't necessarily get that whereas with this it's like I feel immersed and yet if there was something outside of the game that needed my attention I would still be able to hear it yeah um,
2: but which it's, again it's,
0: it's just that liberation thing it's yeah. like I'm not completely sealing myself off like I'm yeah it's just so comfortable in general to yeah, use yeah I mean
2: I, I call like it being um, fully sealed off in VR but actually like, mm-hmm. this is it's really loud it can be as, as quiet as you want or as loud as you want mm-hmm. and, but there's nothing in your ears it's it's, it yeah. felt like a bit of magic when I first had that I was like how's this even working but um, yeah yeah like in terms of quality it, it's fine like there's there's not a huge amount
0: of bass there um, which again is so why I say like I think with something like Beat Saber I'd, I'd make the effort to put the headphones in but yeah generally speaking it is absolutely fine and really impressive and again just for that ease of just like you just put it on like that's it you are yeah. done <laughs> I don't think it's got yeah. like,
2: it's got like volume controls on the actual device but it's also got the yes. ipd measurement slider which is basically that is mm. uh the the interpupilatory distance and basically that essentially oh, yeah, yeah. that basically like uh it, 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 you can change type psvr depending on how far away your eyes are from each other mm. and this one's yeah. got it physically on the actual headset and when i first saw it yeah. i thought it's not gonna be rubbish because what if you accidentally knock it but actually it's really fantastic i mean i typically just have it right at the end and it's fine whereas in PSVR, yeah. you've got to go into software and take pictures of your eyes and stuff and it's really unwieldy uh, yeah. I haven't really felt the need to change this but I guess if you're like taking this off and other people playing it they can change it within a second and I actually think yeah. really, I think that's a really good decision to actually just have it there
0: yeah yeah totally yeah. better um, the games I mean
2: I was just going to say it is
0: 400 quid <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's four hundred quid. So <laughs> yeah, it's four hundred quid for the. So the the one we were saying was like sixty four gig base unit. That's four hundred quid. Yeah, I'm gonna go to like 128 and maybe one one more for up to five and five hundred quid. But yeah, but it's four hundred quid for like a fully sort of you know it just self. So it's it's just one one unit and you don't need anything else. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess okay. I, I come to my thoughts towards the end.
1: Can I mm. ask you one other question before you start on the games? Have you yeah, sure. played any games that are new games that haven't been out on other platforms yet?
2: Yes, really. Oh, okay. I was, I was, sorry, um, I mean. Yeah. Oh, as like, it's brand new exclusive to Quest. No, no, just as in stuff that it hasn't been around for ages, like Super Hot and things like that. I mean, I've played stuff which is on on Oculus Quest as well, um, mm-hmm. but and, and and I sort of get the impression it's like it's the it's the Oculus family, so games will come out on both. Any game that might yeah. come out on, on on Rift, it'll also be out on Quest. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if there are any Quest exclusive games. Um, but, but yeah, I've, there's, I've there's Oculus originals in
0: there, but yeah, I mean, it's, your fear is is not unfounded, James. Like looking at the store, there is a like there is loads of stuff you will already be be familiar with mm-hmm. um, through PSVR or Oculus or whatever. Um, so yeah, like I think it's it's definitely like if I was looking at buying one, I think yeah, sort of support going forward would be a, a big deal. But then if I did, yeah, if you know, if I did have one of these for keeps. I would mm-hmm. probably be buying stuff on it instead of PSVR.
1: Well, yeah, sure. So, so, so it's one of those things where it's like, if you don't already own like VR equipment, this is probably the thing to go for. Unless yeah. you, well, unless I mean, PSVR yeah, like has if you've got already got, got PSVR, stuff. then like don't go mad. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah,
0: if you if you've been waiting to jump on VR but you haven't liked the sound of like it, you know, it being a bit unwieldy or whatever. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, eventually, like one day, these will get cheaper. But mm-hmm. like this is this is how it is going to
2: work in future. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was going to say my thoughts to the end, but I'm also now uh, basically, <laughs> I, I think this is this is feels like VR 2.0 for me. This feels like yeah. such a game changer. Being being wireless, uh, being uh, you don't need a big PC. Like even yeah. simple things I've done before, like you sort of forget, oh, there's no cables here. I and it's like yeah room Hmm. scale no pc and wireless like i've done things just like simple things i've like walked up and down the room to look at something in the game i'm like yeah this feels mad can you know, I, I knew mm-hmm. PSVR and I I tried, you know, Vive Noxes before PSVR and so I knew what Rimscale was like and I knew PSVR was like a much more pared down experience. But I still mm-hmm. had fantastic games and experiences on it. But yeah, this feels like a, a total game changer really. Hopefully the, the, the games will come and more incredible experiences will follow. But yeah, this absolutely feels like the future. Like yeah, so PSVR2 has to be has to be wireless, I think. Yeah, See that's that what one.
1: I'm curious about because it's like it sounds like the tech is absolutely there and sounds fantastic. But then the reason that I've enjoyed PSVR is because there's been quite a lot of really good games that have come out on that, and I'm just yeah. wondering, does this have the same level of quality? You know, is there stuff like Blood
2: and Truth on there? Is there stuff like Astrobot on there? You know, yeah. do you sort of? I mean, mean I, I, at this point, I'll say no, and I think even like for all the years of Vive and Oculus, like PS, uh, PSVR has the library that that, that I, I don't think those have. Um, yeah. And totally. so you know, will that happen? Obviously, Oculus has its own studios. Vive have their own studios. You would hope so. I think there's more commitment to that on Sony side. Um... So I, I, I don't know. But te- tech wise, yeah, this this absolutely feels like the future and this feels like a massive step up from PSVR because it's wireless because it's room scale. And so this gets me really excited for PSVR too, hoping that it will have the the you know good controllers or controllers much better than we're currently used to on PSVR. Inside out mm-hmm. tracking mm-hmm. like this one's got maybe wireless, it'd be amazing. I mean you're still good I still I think you're still gonna obviously need a PS5. Um, so it yeah. won't be quite the same as this, but if it's wireless and it 's got some decent pads, and also the game and software library that Sony have worked on up to now on PSVR mm-hmm. it makes it super exciting for the future but um, yeah, yeah totally. anyway let let's, we'll, I guess we'll be on to get,
0: get on games to the games yeah um, i mean I, I've only got a couple that I've really delved into, um, one of them being super hot VR um, so had you was- played this on PSVR previously? I had yeah um and this was like like this was interesting because obviously yeah, so this this is a game I'd already played on PSVR and like really loved it like not a, a single complaint about playing this on PS uh, PSVR whatsoever um but playing it on the Quest it was again it's that freedom thing so I mean does anyone need super hot explaining to them I imagine not I mean not, you but, might as well do Just, it was a quick thing I suppose, isn't it? yeah so basically think like first person shooter um but where time only moves when you do so like people can shoot at you and like the bullets are like super slow moving through the air so like there's you know this opportunity to like dodge you know bullets and stuff but then also it's quite free in terms of like um so you know if you punch someone and they drop a gun you can just reach up grab it out of the air and then start shooting people with it and then chuck it at someone else and then do and grab a wine glass off a table and throw that at them and You know, um, this really nice sense of the world sort of being malleable. Um, And yeah, again, so playing it PSVR, absolutely loved it. Playing it on Oculus Quest, I'm, again, I'm moving around. I'm like, I'm looking, like, you know, sort of to one side and be like, oh, there's like some cover down there. I'll just walk over and crouch behind it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, crazy you can do that. Yeah, um, because e- each level in Super VR, like you pretty much—it's not like you know most a lot of VR games where you can sort of teleport around. This is like every level it's just you stood in, in one spot, um, except now you, you do have a like a limited amount of of movement. Um, so yeah, I ended up just finishing that in one session.
1: Brilliant. Um, felt like I was going to die afterwards. It was like, <laughs> oh man, that that it's last quite an level intense game anyway. That last level on PSVR killed me. It took me ages to do that on PSVR because yeah. it's really yeah, difficult. It's... But if you can move around a lot more, maybe it's a little bit easier.
0: I don't know. Possibly. um Yeah, there was certainly a couple of bits I, I was really struggling with, but yeah, it's was, it was proper good fun. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, really I've
2: cool. also finished two pot on PSVR. I absolutely loved it. I, I mean, I yeah. I thought it was one of the best like. Just core gameplay experiences you can get in VR. It's just mm-hmm. you feel like an absolute badass. You, you feel you feel like sort of a you know Matrix style thing or, or John yeah. Wick. You yeah. just feel amazing when you're sh- you know dodging bullets and 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 shooting people and turning around and grabbing a knife and throwing it at another guy. It's, it's amazing. But mm-hmm. um, and then I played this on when I came back <laughs> um, half cut on like Friday on Thursday night, and <laughs> you know it, after a couple of beers, it's even better. You like cause I I, I yeah. again it wasn't intended to go come back. I was I wasn't saying oh, I'll go home and play some VR. I just thought well it's so quick i can just put it on my head and in 30 seconds i'm in the game i was like oh oh, super hot i'll give that a go so i was just there in in my lounge uh in my pants sweating my ass off playing this game and it's just absolutely <laughs> it's just so good playing I, i'm gonna play this through again uh and i have yeah. no qualms about doing that and being fully wireless but you know the fact you can move and like you know i even just things like you know i was i was i mean maybe it's because i maybe had a couple but i was like, I would maybe lean over and maybe like sort of fall to the ground, but I'll turn around and fire a shot. And yeah, <laughs> absolutely stunning game. It's it's still good. And, and with it being fully wireless, it just makes it even better, personally.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, the other one that I've spent a lot of time on, and I've actually, yeah, finished as well. Uh, yeah, it was Robo Recall Unplugged. Um, which so this has been around since 2017, I think. Yeah, also, it's been out
2: a while, yeah, on, on Rich. Yeah.
0: Um, so this is. Um, a game in a lot of ways quite similar to Super Hot, but you're basically you're going around a city and there's robots running at you with guns and the joke is that they are defective because they've started murdering everyone and you are recalling them which Mm. means shooting them Um, and oh my god it's so much fun Um, like I started out like so yeah you kind of you teleport around which is really nicely handled you just like point where you want to go with the like your left controller and then you you tilt the stick and then so where you're pointing dictates where you go and where you tilt the stick dictates where you'll be facing and then you just let go of the stick and then that's it you teleport and you're facing the direction you wanted um takes a bit of getting used to but after a while you'll just be like you know teleporting around constantly um and yeah so you have like two guns like on your hips and then two on your back um which like they respawn like every i think it's like i don't know like 10 20 seconds something like that um so, yeah, you might like, so you'll have like two pistols on your hip. So, you'd be like, you're, you know, pulling them out, like, bang, bang, like, shooting people. And then, like, someone might come in close you, reach up onto your back, get your shotgun out, and blow them away. Um, and it's, and like, you'll play it like that for quite a while. And then, after a while, you realize that, like, there's a half-decent, like, melee combat game there yeah. as well. So, like, yeah, you'll eventually get to the point where you're just, like, teleporting behind robots, like, grabbing them, fucking pulling their heads off, chucking them at someone else, like, smashing them into the ground. Like, it's, it's one of those games that's like, well, it's a good thing this is robots, because I would definitely feel like a psychopath playing this.
2: Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you like, can pull it, every, like, every limb off, basically.
0: Yeah, you can pull a robot's arm off and then beat it around the head with it or whatever. It's just... <laughs> but it's just sort of... Cartoony enough that you don't feel like a, a weirdo doing it, um, and you, you know and you get more points for being creative, so it's fine. Um, and yeah, yeah, you get points for things like um, you know, there's enemies that like run at you and explode. So if you can like manage to grab one of them last second, chuck them at an enemy. They're basically like hand grenades. Um, there's like you know, larger robots that you know you destroy the weak points, and you can jump on the back. You like rip this panel off the top, and then you can control them for like thirty seconds. Um, they're shooting lasers everywhere. Um, yeah, I, I fucking, I've enjoyed this so much. Um, and I'm like, I'm not even like particularly good at it yet. Like, there's still, um, like each level has like loads of objectives. It's like, you know, some are just like score targets, but then there'll be something like, you know, um, oh yeah, you can like, uh, when enemies shoot at you you can grab the bullets out of the air and just throw them back at them yeah. um, or like if yeah, that, you've got that, a gun that, out that, you can that's
2: like... absolutely brilliant because like, the yeah. bullets they, they fire are, are, are going pretty slow but also these like, yeah. also these quite large balls which you need to grab and throw back and mm. one of the best things I love about it is like if you're, if you're running out of ammo and need your guns you could chuck a gun at an enemy and it sort of bounces off them and when you catch it it's reloaded so oh, that's, yeah, like, yeah. that's like a really it feels amazing it's like wow, well, I'm, I'm, out, I'm out of rounds <laughs> so I think actually it's close to like five seconds for them to reload on your back or your, what, you yeah. know, what your hips. But you're like, well, mm. I want this shotgun because there's like some other guys running at me. I just like, throw the shotgun at an enemy. It'll bounce back to me, and I'll like fire it. Um, yeah, it's, and it does it's, just it's enough brilliant.
0: like. Like it plays with with the flow of time just enough, doesn't it, to make you feel cool as hell? So as you say, when the so like an enemy shoots at you, when the bullet's far away, it's quite quick, but then as it gets closer, it starts to slow down. Then you can just like oh, grab that, chuck it back. Um, but then yeah, and the, when, as you say, when you ping like a gun off an enemy, it'll bounce off them, and then as it sort of gets close to you again, it slows down, so you can just like hey, grab that and, and yeah. carry on shooting. It's yeah, honestly, like it makes me feel like a child. Like I probably look like such a fucking idiot playing this. Um... But it's just yeah, like it's prob like I think it might be the most fun I've had playing a VR game.
2: Wow! Yeah, also you've got a Gastrobot finish, Sean. Uh, I need. To, I do need to get it. But about yeah, things, yeah, it definitely. is immense fun, and like it, it, this mm. does feel like a. If you love the sort of combat super hot, it feels like that done in mm. a different way. I feel it sort of plays on a lot of the same aspects, but it feels like it's obviously a much more complex combat model mm. with the fact that pretty much everything yeah. every enemy you see has a handle which you could use to grab and throw and throw bullets mm-hmm. back. And yeah, it, it's just like, it's like a really, really. So it's also, it's like a really great and cool looking game. It's got almost yeah. like sort of comic book effects in terms of like scores and scores yeah, yeah, yeah. popping up uh, yeah, it's, it, it tries it's to great.
0: be funny which doesn't really land like the <laughs> there's a so the main boss in it is this robot that's plugged itself into the internet and it's gained sentience and it's literally it's like flying around and it's like cat pictures memes OMG yeah, huh. and it's like Ugh. I wasn't too bad well about that <laughs> but yeah I mean other than that it's fucking great um but yeah, I mean Matt you've played loads more, haven't you? Yeah, I so uh, did on? you
2: play any Vader Immortal? I didn't, no. You should play that. It's only it's only yeah. like an hour or so, but um okay. so this is um uh, made by like the official uh, so there's this Star Wars like I think it's basically like Industrial Light and Magic have their own like game studio and they're doing VR stuff okay. and they've made a game called Vader Immortal. Um, it's only like an hour or so experience, but uh, I thought this was really, really good. And I, I, I always thought Darth Vader was like you know cool character and that, but it's actually really scary when you see him like walking down the, the corridor towards you, and then like, <laughs> and he's like fucking! hell, this guy is massive, and I was actually quite, quite intimidated. Where <laughs> well, when, was, uh, it was only a demo, but yeah, there's that uh,
0: Creed game.
2: Oh, okay. I actually,
0: as in as in Apollo, not the band. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I haven't got enough to say about it, but, yeah, just that, like, when the, your opponent just walks up to you and there is just that sense of, like, oh,
1: my God, I'm going to get the piss kicked out of me. I, I played <laughs> one of those, I think is that one I've got, actually, because that's on PSVR, isn't it, that one? It is, yeah. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. I've played that, and it is quite weird, actually, like, standing up yeah. and then... But also, <laughs> punching people in the game is very fun.
2: And, it, like, when you knock someone down,
1: it... Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, uh, it's good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, actually, at the start of a robo-recall, robo, uh, robo recall, there's a bit where you're basically in the street and there's, like, robots around you watching this, like, news oh, report. Oh, God, yeah. News report. And, and basically, Evans outside, essentially, like, a TV, TV shop. And all the, TV, all the TVs at the window are saying, like, robots are, are running wild. And there's loads of robots basically, like, going towards the window to watch the TV and you're, like, in amongst the crowd. And then they will realise... I, I guess they realise that you're there to, like, recall them and they will turn around and I'm like... Oh shit! Hang on, and they all like run towards yeah. you, and the screen goes back. I was like, "Well, that's actually quite terrifying."
0: Oh, see. I wondered it. Yeah, so I wondered if that bit you were just like supposed to be a member of the public who who yeah just
2: got fucking murdered by robots. Oh, Really? Oh, I, did, I didn't. I didn't twig that. Yeah, I but either way, I was like, oh, "Wow, this is a." Uh... It was quite it was quite scary. And yeah, in Invader hmm. Invader Immortal, um, yeah, you, you obviously see you see Darth Vader and when he came to the room, like he like the, the door of this like room opened and he saw like the silhouette of him and he saw like came down the hallway I was like, Oh my god, fucking hell, like he's actually gonna <laughs> get here in my face. And I was actually quite terrified. It's like the first time I ever thought Darth Vader was terrifying. Yeah. Um but yeah, this game's so Invader it, so Immortal it's actually like a three-part series. This is episode one so far. And basically, you're this, um, you're this droid, I think. And basically, you're, 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 you're basically going for this landscape. And it's, and there's like a, a little bit of a story. Uh, it's only an hour long, so I'm certainly not going to ruin it. Um, mm-hmm. but it's got that weird, it's got a weird thing. Uh, James, you mentioned in Blood and Truth is that you have to climb ladders. And yeah. it feels so strange <laughs> um, because also on, with like the Oculus like uh, controllers, you're like gripping with all your fingers all the various buttons. But yeah, having to like pull yourself up or like also lower yourself down from a ladder feels super strange in VR. Try, um, I mean, it's, it's got like battles, that? of course. Are you doing that standing mm-hmm? up,
1: though, Matt? Yeah, I'm doing standing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try doing it sitting down. It's even weirder. Like
2: if you if you're <laughs> sitting there and then trying to like you're, like you're like you're lifting yourself up, it's it's very strange. Yeah, I've not actually done any sitting experiences at all in this in this game yet in, in mm-hmm. using Oculus. Have you? How do you um, play PSVR though? Are you always standing when you play that? Uh, no, no, no. On PSVR, I'm doing a lot of like Astro Bot. Obviously, I'm sitting down. Mm-hmm. But uh, but obviously, you yeah, know things like Hot, I'm standing up and Beat Saber and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I've, I feel like but with this, uh, maybe it's because I'm sort of still used to getting used to that like, the um, you know the the the, the idea that I can stand up and run around. So I'm just. Have you done any sitting down experiences at all, Sean? I haven't, no. No, yeah. But no, yeah, A uh, Vader Mortal. Um it's uh, it has got all the music you love from Star Wars, it's got a nice little story, uh, the, the other the other like droids you meet are are um are, are well written and interesting. It's a shame it's only short, but I'm definitely gonna look at I'm definitely gonna play the, the other two, hopefully if they come out in the next next few weeks. Um mm. but yeah, I, 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 I you get to do, like lightsaber battles and stuff and it's um it's really good. As Sean, you should definitely play it, yeah. especially because yeah, it's yeah, yeah, so really. sure Yeah, I, I, you would absolutely love it, James. I wish. Uh, hopefully, there can be an opportunity where you can get to try it. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's absolutely brilliant. Other than that, I'm playing cool. a game called Shadow Point, which is um, it's a puzzle game, sort of the wi- like The Witness ish. It's not quite as complex as yeah. that. Uh, you basically go around, and basically, I think there's like there's a, the story is this is a girl that's missing, and um, essentially you, you you visit various locations to try and find out uh where she is and uh, basically all these locations involve puzzles often involving uh rotating shapes and objects in the world and so light uh, hits these objects and, and creates shapes and you're basically trying to replicate shapes based on the, the, the light that's hitting these various objects and you also get other things like a looking glass and if you look through that uh, whilst looking at this other statue the statues turn around there's loads of like uh Cool light puzzles like that, um, but I made like an hour or so into that, and I think that's a bit more of a longer experience. Play Poker styles VR. Uh, that yeah. was absolutely mad because uh, <laughs> I, you know you're just sitting down playing poker, and there's other real life people around the table, and they're all like they're all chatting. Um, yeah it's just I was, it's just uh, mad we just go in there and play poker and like the, the game poker is fun anyway you can like, you can you gradually like yeah you know, p- peel up your cards to see to see what you know, two cards you've got and you can pick up the chips with like these these fantastic controllers and chuck them across but everyone I was playing with um, I'm not sure of every single game but some of the games I've been playing they've all got like every single person around the table has the mic they're all like doing their own like hand gestures and stuff it's it's just <laughs> mad it's, it's just were, they, were, they, were they nice people were they alright um, well so on, on my first game like there's these two guys next to me and like, maybe other people played like muted or maybe they turn the mic off where mm. they're like this guy next to us doesn't know what the hell he's doing uh, and, <laughs> but I think I was on mute or maybe I was too scared to talk so I didn't say anything yeah and okay. but, like they were like playing with each other or like they were like juggling or they were doing some mouse right. up and they're like oh, this guy doesn't know what he's doing and I was I was basically trying to work out the mechanics of the game not of poker yeah. not to play poker yeah. but like what I should be pressing and so on and so forth yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just like put all my money in and I, and I managed to win and like everyone was like ha- <laughs> but basically people uh, weren't happy and they couldn't believe it and then I left because at that point I was like I have to start talking and I felt a bit conscious <laughs> about it Um. <laughs> Yeah, PokéStars, is just, it's just, it just felt crazy. There's always people around around the table uh, with mics. Um, mm. I played Beat Saber. That's still utterly stunning. I mean, I've only, so I've only played Saber, a demo yeah. of it because I've got the whole full game on PSVR, and I do want to. I do want to get the game. But again, man, fair enough. It's just absolutely class, isn't it? Yeah, man. It's it's so just good. So I'm really good.
0: intrigued because they've said. Um, you know, that they have heard the criticism that like most of the music is like, is all, it's not all similar, but it's all like electronic stuff. Yeah. Apparently the next DLC pack is going to answer that. Oh, really? um, So I'm intrigued. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, and, I mean, it, it's made me want to get back in and get about playing on, on PSVR. It obviously won't be as good because it's not fully wireless, but my God, uh, that's just such yeah. a stunning game. Uh, yeah. And I've got a bunch of other games I'm hoping to go talk about in the next, like, the next two or three weeks because yeah, mm-hmm. we've got some other stuff to talk about. But overall, yeah, yeah. I'm immensely impressed with Quest. Um, I don't know what I was really expecting, but the fact it's fully wireless feels like a total game changer to me.
0: And, yeah, totally. uh, as I
2: say, I, mean, I, I haven't got 400
0: quid. I'm not going to run out and buy one, but it is... Very clearly, like how you're going to get VR into people's homes in future, I think. Absolutely. Like yeah. in, in terms of like it getting broader
2: appeal, this seems Oh, Yeah, like yeah. The this way is stuff that's sure. going to push VR into the mainstream. Absolutely. Yeah. Presumably, yeah. as, yeah, as it becomes more powerful over time, you know, with like, I mean, as mobile phones have,
1: it's going to just get better and better in terms of like visual quality yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, yeah, as, yeah, as the screens
2: yeah. get high resolution, as the headset itself gets lighter and better and, uh, and more powerful, as you say. But yeah, this, this is a great sort of first major step. And I, I, this does feel like VR 2.0. It feels like a big milestone and it gets me really excited for what's, what's coming next. I know like we've got things like the Vive Pro and the Rift S and now Valve Index, which are going for like the really high powered route. And I'm sure, and I'm sure those experiences will be amazing. But this Mm -hmm. is very much more again in like the good enough category. And I think, yeah, I, I, it gets me excited for what's coming in the future. Um, yeah, I play some. Stuff. I I I I won't go into much more much detail, but I I because I wanted to compare PSVR to Quest. I put on Skyrim VR, which uh-huh. uh, my mate Joe is lending me, and I I've had it for ages, and I just haven't got around to playing it. And um, like it, I, I was actually it's actually quite cool. As, as as rough as Skyrim looks graphically, and it does look rough. It's it's and it's obviously incredibly old now, it's still pretty cool. Like having those first few moments, like being in the cave and then walking out in the cave and seeing the dragon overhead. Have you? I think you've got it, haven't you, James? Uh, I had it, but then I sold it because I I, I couldn't get past like how it looks uh, like when
1: I played it because I I found the resolution just made me feel sick because it it didn't feel like oh, really, okay, good yeah. enough. To be honest, it I definitely mean, looks rough, but um, yeah. But the the opening scenes when you're going down in that cart are fantastic. Like you're sitting there, oh, and yeah. You can mm. look around and everything. That that is fantastic. And also, you know, getting your head locked off or supposedly going to, you know, that that's bit's really good. But yeah, yeah. I found the movement and everything made me feel sick as well. And it's just like, oh, I don't want to play. This it's not that great. Really?
2: Yeah. First, yeah, cool. the thing where you, like it, you know, you can like teleport and also like turn around in like 20, 20 degree increments. But oh, after yeah. five minutes, I turn it off and I was just like fully moving around and it feels amazing. Like I'm never going to get through Skyrim because I've got other things I want to play and I barely have time to play them but Skyrim is one of those things I'm like oh, I, just, I wish I could just play it because I, I haven't played an Oblivion game or, or any of these sorts of games or Morrowind before and I've got Skyrim and then I love the first like 15 hours or so I played and then stop stopped playing I think Battlefield 3 came out at the time.
0: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's always like, oh, I'd love to go back and it seems like actually, surprisingly, that is the sort of thing I'll probably be into. And in VR, yeah, yeah. it's like, wow, this feels amazing. But... Um... Yeah, I I'm never gonna dedicate the, the hours this game See, requires. Well, this but is I, it.
0: I've I've been tempted with that Switch version a few times, but it's oh, yeah,
1: it's just the time in it. Yeah, I I had yeah. the Switch version and I ended up playing I played I finished it like it's in like the main story and some of the yeah. side quest stuff and okay. everything on that because of the fact that you could play it anywhere. I mean that was the thing that um yeah. yeah, that sort of clinched it. But then also like visually it looks not that great on Switch and yeah, it was it was okay. I mm. do sometimes feel like I'd like to go back to um the PSVR version, because I've heard that if you play it on PS4 Pro, it does look a bit better um, than it did. Because I was playing okay. it on the base like PS4 when I tried it. Yeah, um, yeah. so I'm kind of tempted, but again, yeah. it is the time, I mean, it isn't it, like... for a game they've already finished? You know, it's not. Yeah,
2: just... yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like God. This game is horrendously ugly. I, I, I could see it was an older game. Textures obviously showed that. Um, but I will still enjoying being in the world. Um, I, I don't think it's off putting. And yeah, just seeing like a massive fucking dragon over your head is, mm, it was just really yeah. cool. Um, <laughs> and that's it really. I'm still basically deep towards VR stuff, but this gets me excited about what's coming next for sure. Yeah, totally. Uh, I think that's pretty right. much me. Cool. Uh, emails then.
1: Okay, uh, if you want to email us, it's uh, podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. Uh, Kurt Lewin has written in, he said, I was reading a Kotaku article last week about people who play games that made them question their religious beliefs and or their political beliefs and other viewpoints. So I wanted to ask if a game has ever made you question your viewpoints, religious, political or otherwise, and what was the game to do it? Um I dunno. I feel like I feel like playing a lot of computer
0: games can sort of feed into a general ability to put yourself in other people's shoes or mm-hmm. to Try out courses of action that you personally wouldn't consider, just to see the consequences, and go. Yes, that's horrible. <laughs> um, but I can't think of any like standout examples that have really changed me. Like you know, like instantly, like oh fuck, I'd never thought about it that way before. Do you know what I mean?
1: I think some yeah, games. I mean, games have made me research things. Like they've made me more interested in things that yeah. I, maybe I didn't know about yeah, or yeah. were curious about. But I wouldn't say there's been anything that's really like completely shaken my world views about anything or anything like that i mean yeah that's not yeah. really happened
2: yeah i mean i would I mean, absolutely love that imagine if you play a game that it did that i mean I will say not yeah. not i mean i, I uh, i'm not religious and actually i will say at this point this is another subject entirely but i'm part part of me is like jealous about people who are deeply religious kind of like imagine having something that you believe in so much that it gives you real comfort and warmth anyway this is probably another subject Far, no, no I totally get that. Far yeah. too big for this, but I, 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 I. don't believe that. But I, 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 It wasn't a religious experience, but when I played Proteus, have you guys played that? Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that. It, that's like a really short, abstract sort of audiovisual journey, and it wasn't a religious experience. But I was like, this makes me feel really weird and like wonderful. Mm. It didn't change mm-hmm. any religious beliefs. It didn't make me think anything. It wasn't. But it was like it was kind of a spiritual game. Um. Yeah, yeah. But, totally. yeah, but um, I I mean I haven't really played a game that does that makes me fully change uh, any any sort of beliefs, but um but I, I'm I can't wait for to have a game where I have I, I do have that 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 sounds like a that sounds like an incredible experience. I I've I mean, played yeah. closer to in what James said like, about actually reviewing and researching things.
1: Yeah. I mean in terms of like, you know, informing political beliefs or like, I mean you're not gonna get that for any of these big games now are you because they don't want to well no they're yes. all totally apolitical yeah. aren't they yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna happen oh yeah it, it's a shame like yeah we're all aware of the amazing stories that games can tell and the ways they can make us feel and all the rest of it so it is a shame that we're all kind of like eh, nah. <laughs> hmm. i feel i feel like we sh- we should have better
1: answers for this um but no, like you said though sean it's so like it's... there's stuff that makes you like look at things from different perspectives maybe but that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that it's gonna change like how you view things, if you sort know of I mean. Like you can True, appreciate yeah. like yeah. other other viewpoints maybe through some of this, or maybe understand, you know, other people's feelings yeah. in different ways, but yeah, not like completely
2: changed the mm. way you look at things. Yeah, i yeah. never really played mm. it much, but Papers Please wasn't that a game that that sort yeah. of made you look at other viewpoints from a different angle.
0: Uh, certainly, yeah, like you can uh, you can approach that very idealistic and then the reality of the situation sort of makes you compromise. Um, yeah. Um, that's so, yeah. That's reality, isn't that's it? What, I, like... think, I think that's what games do well, is, like, in that they, they often assume you're going in with the best will in the world, and then it's, yeah, the ways in which you, you have to compromise on that that then becomes interesting. But nothing's mm. ever... I've never done anything that I previously deemed horrible in a game and went, actually, do you know what? That was cool as fuck. I'm going to... You know... Um, but yeah but it's no
2: it's an interesting question I'll have yeah. to read
0: the Kotaku article because I'm, I'm curious as to the examples people came up with
2: I mean yeah. I, I guess what I'm thinking about now like a game that's really changed my viewpoint it's probably Detroit I mean like you know <laughs> thinking about consciousness of AI
1: what <laughs> <or the> it means <laughs> to the planet
2: yeah probably Detroit I guess what I'm thinking about now yeah 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 <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Detroit's mentioned a lot in that Kotaku piece I'm sure is, it's, yeah. it's Sure, there's a lot, there's of, a original think, um, lot mm-hmm. of original thinking in that game. You know, there's a lot of, uh, yeah. Lots, lots yeah. of uh, of, lots of thinking, that's for sure. Mm. Uh, that's email, so let's go on to tweets. It's at ComputerGamePod mm-hmm. if you want to tweet us. Uh, a question uh, Jordan Blythe has tweeted in, at Red Soaked Sponge I'm even missing something but why have you guys not even mentioned Dreams yet you talked about Mario Maker 2 but Dreams is 100% more revolutionary when it comes to user created content the stuff people are making on there is insane please give it a go Ah, uh, nah
1: <laughs> doesn't, doesn't dreams also require I'm, like
2: basic programming skills or whatever? You know, it's like got to be. No, no, God, do, no. That's, yeah. that's our point. Of course not. That'd be ridiculous. Our point is that you don't need programming skills to make these games. But surely it requires like you have to figure out like logic stuff. Because otherwise, how I, I else don't know. I haven't it played it, but I, I the whole surely the whole point is that it's like this crazy sandbox with. Com- it can be quite complex, but, but that, also that's what worries me because that's the, the thing that
1: I like about yeah. Mario
2: Maker is it's it's
1: really focused actually. <laughs> it's like you know it's- yeah it's the with mario maker it's the limitations
0: and it's the fact that it's it's a language that most people who play video games already speak because it's it's all elements that you're familiar with just combined in new and interesting ways yeah whereas dreams it's like yeah hey, do whatever and that's amazing like i'm not shitting on dreams although i have in the past um like it an it's an incredible achievement but i can see why people find that intimidating um, whereas Mario Maker is like, mate, just have like tap away at the screen and place some blocks and then have a go. Mm. Like it, it's so much more accessible and it's yeah, and and that is thanks to the the limitations of it.
1: I mean, I've yeah. like um, seen I those as a really there. impressive videos though. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. But Gosh. I can sit there on my sofa watching TV and making a Mario level at the same time. I don't probably wouldn't do that for <laughs> the drinks. <you> know. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I, I love. I, I mean, I, like I said before, I'm just not. I just don't think I'm into like creating games and and stuff, and I I don't I mean i I'm not fine about making Mario levels, let alone making something much much more complex than Dreams, I'm sure if you're into that, it is an amazing tool. And the videos I've seen of stuff i've people recreated or their own original pieces of work is stunning, uh, considering mm-hmm. what what they can make. Considering it's just like a consumer-friendly product. But I think um, I think what we're trying to say is that we're lazy, is the thing. And let's take to 2D, you know, like, like
0: I. When I when I see something amazing in Mario Maker, it's not unthinkable to me that I might be able to do something similar. Whereas when I see amazing stuff in Dreams, I'm just like, nah, fuck that, <laughs> no chance. That's not going to happen. No, uh, sorry,
2: Joe or Mank or Manke, are video games drugs? No. Well, well, let's think. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're they're legal highs. They are legal highs. I mean, um, uh, right. I don't know how serious he was with this question
0: because that was literally all he sent in, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it was just me. in the subject line. But let's get into it, shall we? Like they are, yeah, so you're you having like, you know, emotional and physiological responses to something that isn't real, but then by that token, like loads of fiction is drugs as well.
2: Possibly, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if a so, film's are drugs. I mean art is art drugs. Is uh, art drugs? Yeah. <laughs> who knows the answer is yes the title for the, the uh, episode <laughs> <laughs> um, no because I think my title up to now is all like garbage levels but um, I think is our drugs drugs is drugs as, as better. Well. Yeah. <laughs> okay well um, yeah so it, 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 does it change how you feel like physically and mentally yes so tick um, uh, but they like li- playing a video game versions. doesn't prevent me tick
0: Playing a video game doesn't prevent me from driving a car or having a coherent conversation or not, you know, piss myself away. I don't know. This is uh, me well, who's what... never taken drugs, being like, <laughs> what are
2: people under? No one's ever stolen my shoes because I play video games. <laughs> that's, that's, well, but if you're playing PSVR, someone could definitely nick your shoes. That's true. Also, if you have a PSVR, you might feel sick. Also, like, you know, so uh, basically, I guess what I'm <laughs> saying is art is drugs, not video games. So they, they're all drugs, mate. The whole lot. Everything is a drug. Um,
0: television's the television's the opiate of the masses. What on earth are video
2: games? <laughs> no. yeah, what is that? Uh, no. Okay. Oodles. Oodles are dim. So recently, I've got back into No Man's Sky in a big bad way. It's basically a new game now. What games have you totally binned off in the past, then le- years later returned for whatever reason and loved it? Uh, I will say before we answer this question, it's is it not summer now? Like, where's this VR update? Yeah. When it. are we expecting it? August? I want it in my eyes. Ah, yeah. That's the um, only thing
1: that will take me back to that game. But I'm very excited to play it when it does come out.
0: Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd be keen comment. to give it another go even prior to that update, because uh, I've seen... like I, I can't remember when I last went on it, but yeah, I've seen a lot of people just being like, oh my God, I've gone back to it, and it's incredible. But I don't know if that's them like
2: not playing it since release or, or what, in which case I've seen most of the stuff they've added. Um, yeah, because... As part of the summer update, the, the VR thing was only like two or three, wasn't it? I'm sure this, there was like a third part of the big update that yeah, I haven't yeah. revealed yet. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they reveal the third part and say, "Here's the release date." Um, I saw sort cool. of thinking, "Do I go back now?" But I think I might save it and I'll just wipe my save hmm. for the second or third time now, <laughs> and um, and then start again in VR and then go from there. Yeah, yeah I can't wait for that. It's going to be yeah. amazing. Uh, but yeah, um, and you are going.
0: Yeah, uh, it's a Fire Emblem Awakening. Um, I think I i got it like with my 3ds and then didn't touch it for like three years um so no i I played like a bit of it um and it was like it was good but i didn't like fully get into it and then yeah returned much later and uh oh look it's probably one of my top 10 all-time favorite games um yeah it's amazing absolutely absolutely stunning game um there's definitely others that i can't think of right now has anyone else got any
1: I had, more recently, I had LocoRoco was like that. Like, I owned oh, it for yeah. ages and didn't bother playing it and then played yeah. it recently and was like, oh, this this is great. <laughs> Why have I not played yeah. this before?
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, that was good. Yeah. I mean, i often just been games and don't go back to them. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's that, that, your that's thing. That's my trouble. Yeah. But the idea of going back to something, uh, no. I mean, the only thing that I would ever want to go back to is like old multiplayer games that no one's playing like, I think about, oh, I wonder what Battlefield 3 is like. Is it as good as it was back in the day? Mm. But, and I was going to say, no, I was playing Ash. I'm sure it's probably got a quite decent audience. Yeah, yeah. Put more propaganda than Battlefield well, I think 5. Battlefield is, is one of those series where most people have, like, gone back, haven't they? Because yeah. 5 didn't really nah. do the job. Battlefield 3 sadly. was just so bloody good. It was, I don't know. Bad <laughs> Company 2, mate. It's the best one. Well, that's why they should have announced the new Bad Company. They should. People are like just, just sure? usually like, a new bad yeah, company. That's why they should. <laughs> on that. Um, Jake Invaders uh, on Twitter: Can Matt confirm is now fully briefed on the dangers of sunbeds? I worked in a dermatology department for a number of years and we used to urge people never to use them. Stick to ploughing hundreds of pounds into Gacha games, my friend. Yes, I'm fully aware <laughs> of the, the dangers and I haven't been on one for many a year. If I went on one now, it'll send me back. 15 years and i'll be <laughs> i'll be addicted all over again it's best not, I, I walk past them and i don't look inside i just it's not worth it because how did
0: you what, what happened in terms of you not using them anymore was it like a did you have to just go cold turkey or was it like a gradual uh,
2: i I, ca- I can't remember i probably found some other thing to over overdo <laughs> at a university but um supplanted I, I, okay. I actually I mean, my friends were all very concerned like i said they would come up to me if i was like 10 minutes late from home and sniff me and say you smell of sunbeds what the hell do you think you're doing to sort your life out so maybe it was partly peer pressure as well but um yeah fair enough uh and, and maybe it was also coming in from uni i don't know either way I, I, let's not think about it too much because i don't want to set myself it's probably like an alcoholic thinking oh do you remember that amazing ipa i had a few years ago and then <laughs> before you know it, i'm in the gutter well not in the gutter i'm in the sunbed <laughs> in the sunbed um, yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> Thomas uh, Thomas, I love my Fluff so uh, do you have any more plans for the website I know you used to write reviews in the Spong days would you consider doing that again it's a lot of work isn't it, it is, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of work and
0: I don't like I've come to terms with the fact that I don't enjoy the craft of writing half as much as either hosting this or doing video stuff um, like if I had time to work on something focused I would rather like script a video and shoot it I think definitely yeah yeah. Um, rather than like just write something to be read, and that's I mean, you know, I'm not shitting on writing. Um, like there's still loads of really good game writers and stuff. Um, I just personally, yeah, I don't know. I, feel, I think I feel like with writing, I was kind of doing this like pretty much doing the same stuff over and over, and like using like certain phrases, and thinking, "No, hang on, have I already said that in my last three reviews and stuff." Whereas, yeah. I mean, I definitely do that on the podcast as well, but it's just conversation, so it's fine. Yeah, it's different, man. yeah. Um, yeah. Um, whereas, you know, like, even though it pretty much died, like, I really enjoyed this, like doing the stuff I did for Data Beast and I've been really enjoying doing, you know, the streaming stuff. Um, so that, I don't know, I I enjoy learning new things and not that I don't have anything to learn about writing anymore, but it's just cool trying out new Media and stuff like that. So
2: yeah, you did Liza Ryan, didn't you? First song, James. Do you must? Do you not miss that? I
1: did. Yeah, uh, not not particularly. I mean, because you only my, did it
2: for the free stuff. Well, yeah, there's that. I mean, it's also
1: because <laughs> for my work, I do, I write all the time. Like it's a constant thing, and it's I don't really feel like I want to do that outside of that. Now, do you know what I mean? I, like, uh, that's definitely part of it.
0: Like I have to write a lot of incredibly carefully worded emails, and mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I just, that's enough. <laughs> Frankly. And it's also because like the writing I do is like in a certain style, and it's like I don't want to have to like you have to adjust it. And when you're writing for like games and stuff like that, it's like I don't, I can't be bothered at the moment. It's just part of the problem with yeah. that. I yeah.
0: mean, and to be clear, like you know, having been paid to write stuff in the past, it's amazing that we're now at a point where we get a, you know a bit of an income from doing this instead. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I wouldn't really, you know, if someone offered me some paid
1: written work, I could be like, eh. <laughs> I think I might be all right without. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I enjoy talking about stuff, but writing about it now is a bit. Uh, I don't really want to at the moment. Maybe that will change it, though. That's fair. It's uh, you know. Well,
2: mm. I, I wrote like maybe two things for Spong. I've I was never really into. I mean, I I started like my career uh, agencies were. I do being copywriter, so I have loved writing in the past. But
0: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, imagine imagine me writing. I mean, like if you thought Tacoma was bad, imagine. <laughs> imagine what it's like if I'm writing something like, Jesus no I'm, I'm good uh, I don't miss it in terms of like plans for the website um, we're just letting it tick over for the moment but um, probably not writing uh, in, yeah. in the short term for sure <laughs> Uh, We will end with Nick G at Prod Charger. Sean Bell, your relentless, vicious attacks on Warframe led me to try it from a sense of morbid curiosity. Now I'm addicted. I've even spent premium currency on fucking cosmetics. Have you ever introduced a game to someone and regretted it because I got horribly addicted? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well done, Sean.
0: I'm trying to think. Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, no, I am genuinely glad you're enjoying it. I don't know if you've seen they they had their Warframe yeah, it's like it convention. Ten- yeah, TennoCon, that's it. Um, and again, it's like everything they announced just
2: sounds amazing. I just wish I enjoyed playing the fucking thing. Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah I'm it's really now glad got a cinematic directed by Dan uh, Trackenberg, who did like a playing field lane, I think. Yeah.
0: yeah, and they're saying like, you know, the sort of ship combat stuff is looking amazing because it's like getting in and out of ships and like taking over ships and then controlling them. and did it. Uh, it sounds wicked. I just hate it. Uh, have you ever introduced a game to someone and regretted it because they got horribly addicted um certainly like i've i've got friends where like if there's like you know so like destiny 2 for example there's a few friends i got on board with that and they like within two weeks they'd done the first raid and stuff and i was like
2: so (laughs) you're like uh like they just totally (laughs) like you sorry you know you should say i haven't even done why have you ever taken me it's like you know yeah you sort of
0: you know Certain friends you have where you can be like, "Oh, you should come play this. It's really cool. I'm kind of an expert at it, actually." And then, within weeks, they've just ploughed yeah. so much time into it, they have totally surpassed you. Um, yeah, that's definitely been a thing with Destiny too. I can't think of any other examples though.
2: I mean, I blame you two for getting me addicted to Fire Emblem Heroes. If you two hadn't said Fire what? Emblem is such a great game, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have said, "And oh, what's this?" And then we also told you you'd better, play, bad, you'd better play. You'd better play the new one, man. Well, yeah, but I didn't listen to that bit. I just listened to a bit where you said Fire Emblem is a great series. I'm like, oh, brilliant. I'll play the mobile version. It's <laughs> exactly the same. you bet, better play it? the Switch one, Matt. If you don't get the Switch one, I will be cross. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The, the saddest thing is, when I said it, it, takes 80 hours. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Am I going to... Oh, will be good, oh, though. There's, it'd there's be a, no a, a way that's going to play 80 hours, Matt.
1: It's impossible. It's just, there's no way say man. that, actually.
0: <laughs> I've got too much on my plate as it
1: is. Yeah. Is this um, reverse psychology, James? Are you trying to doubt him so no, they'd be no, like, "No, just, fuck you! I'm going to play it." It's true, definitely. He's not. I genuinely do don't <laughs> think he will. No, no it's
2: impossible. <laughs> it's it'll, it'll be three or four hours it's tops. <laughs> oh, no. it's not impossible. Bollocks! I, I'm past those stages of three or four it's hours. Right, tops could just it could just skip all the
0: cutscenes like he did with Red Dead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's also not also not true. This is unfair. It is slander. <laughs> yeah, eighty um, hours is a long old time, but
0: um, yeah, what about you, James? It'll be good though. It'll be such a good time, I promise.
1: I mean, you only put we'll those see. sorts
2: of hours into mobile games, Matt. Like, you're not going to do it for, like, a proper game. <laughs> uh, I'd I love to know my, my my hours played on on the Fire Emblem Heroes. it would be, be shocking. Um, yeah. Anyway, what about you, James? Have you gotten on, into playing games and they've been horribly addicted and they've lost everything? Uh, no. Okay, oh, that's... Bully for you. That's... <laughs> are you good that's <laughs> it for emails you can email uh, podcast at the game show, uh, dot com if you want to do that Scale to the end bit um, Friday hmm. James is still playing Quantum Break I am I think I'm near the end well, why at all why but, you know. no James like because every Friday I keep watching you watching you watch those episodes don't do that just play the game <laughs> what's wrong to. with you <laughs> the story you have to watch this, do do the, you? the episodes you don't have to
1: though do you but it's a nice break to just sit there for like 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 a nice,
0: minutes? Is it yeah. a nice quantum break?
2: You waste. Yeah. Oh, yes, baby. But, <laughs> but you waste stream for an hour. and 20, 25 minutes on that is like. Watching an I, episode, but what is amazing about
1: it? No, I didn't. I did a. I did nearly two hours last on Friday because I got annoyed because Ooh, okay. I was stuck outside such a, a good building. time. Well, not, I got yeah. stuck outside <laughs> a building at the beginning for twenty minutes. So I couldn't work out to get in. No, it No, because <laughs> you were binge watching the <laughs> episodes. Well, no, it's also because I. Because you see, the trouble is is because I only play it once a week. I always forget what the controls are and the and the basic game mechanics. So it usually takes at least fifteen or
2: twenty minutes to get like back into that again every time. It's very well, no, irritating. no, because surely the the controls are play and pause. Like you press. <laughs> Play, you watch the episode so I'll oh, just watch another one and another one mm. um, how far honestly do you think you are into that game I think about halfway through probably
1: but okay, I mean yeah.
2: what what still blows my mind about it though is that that game
1: was supposed to be the future you know that that was what the future of gaming was going to be according to Microsoft at the launch of the Xbox mm-hmm. One I don't know what they were thinking it's just had cutscenes but what is really interesting about it when you watch those TV episodes is noticing like the gulf in quality between the like the established actors shall we call them and the other people that are not and it's even in one scene like just seeing them interact with each other is fascinating it's uh, that's I'm enjoying that
2: well that is Friday night if you want to watch James uh, live on Twitch it's uh, twitch.tv slash uh, the computer game show of course that's Friday night from 9 Sunday night from half past 8 I'm still going through Bloodborne Uh, I beat a Brightass this week Um, I think that's an optional boss in the main game so I'm back in the DLC now and I'm, I'm roaring through that uh, and then Tuesday uh, Sean is playing an indie game or whatever he wants every it's Tuesday mate. Mario night, Maker make. Mario every see night over the next few weeks for sure but <laughs> Mario Maker uh, Tuesday nights from 9pm also on twitch.tv slash computer game show all the ones you if you don't watch them live you can watch them again on our YouTube channel and if you haven't I definitely implore you to watch Sean's um, Mario Maker stream from last week and maybe also Tuesday. one from yesterday if that is indeed another Mario Maker one. <laughs> uh, well, not so sure about it. it. might be shit, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, it might be terrible, but watch, watch yeah. it anyway. Um, yeah. Also, Twitch related. If you've got Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. And with that, you get one free sub a month, and we'd really appreciate it if you went, if you went to our channel and gave us your free sub. Uh, the money really, really helps. Star courses is out uh, this week. Uh, uh, David had has watched Revenge of the Sith Episode uh, 2, that is. Um, it's a fantastic episode. Uh, so get watching clones. that. Uh... Attack of the
1: Clones, Matt. Oh, was it? Yeah, Revenge oh, of okay.
2: the episode three, yeah. Of course. My bad. Okay. Attack of the Clones. Anyway, it's out on all podcast services. Give it a listen. Yeah, um, and we're on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash TCGS. You can go there. You can get exclusive podcasts we do, uh, early looks at other things we're doing, and this that and that. So go over there. Think about supporting us uh, if you like what we're doing. And that's it. Ace. Um, cool.
0: Thanks for listening. And I'm going to go. And you
2: guys do what you want, I guess. Yeah. Okay, thanks. No worries. Um, Edit and then maybe play some Beat Saber. Nice. It's fun, isn't it? It is. It's fun. What about you, James? What are you Uh, going to
1: do? I'm going to bed.
0: Yeah, that's good. I mean, if you said anything else, I'd have kicked off because you're always complaining about (laughs) how late these end. Private (laughs) time. That makes sense. Private time. Right. Cheers, everyone. Good night. Goodbye. Oh, and uh, thanks for letting us be natural. Obviously, really appreciate that. Cheers. Oh for yes. that. yeah.
2: Don't forget that.